0: listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. Carrera, dummy damn, coolest nigga what, dummy damn, F-N-F-O, dummy damn. damn. Fearless. Now hear this, I'm earless And I'm peerless, that means I'm eyeless Which means I'm tearless Which means my iris resides where my ears is Which means I'm blinded, but I'ma find it I can feel its nearness But I'ma veer so I don't come near Like a chicken or a deer but I remember I'm not a listener or a seer So my windshield smear Here you steer I really shouldn't be behind this Clearly cause my blindness The windshield is menstrual The whole is roadkill So trillin' so sincere Yeah I'm both them there To both pills When a bloke in a trench coat And a loke in the cheer Had approached him here hey. Made it clear as a ghost So a bite of other dokes in the mirror The writer of the quotes For the ghost Who's supplier of the notes To the living. Rivets in his rosette Pockets full of posies Given to the mother of the deceased Waking that ball till so I'm resting in peace. Peace, peace, peace You going over niggas heads Lou. They telling me that they don't feel you damn it, damn. We ain't graduate from school, nigga damn it, damn. Them big words ain't cool, nigga damn it, damn. Yeah, I heard me and the vicious, nigga Make song for the bitches, nigga damn it, damn. We don't care about the weather, nigga damn it, damn. And you'll sell yeah. more brackets if you and I'm mouthless, which means I'm soundless Now as far as the hearing, I found it It was as far as the distance from an earring to the ground is But the door knockers on the ear of a stewardess in a leer She fine and she flying, I feel I'm flying by Cause my mind's on cloud nine And in the mind at the same time Pimp see the wings on the underground king Who's also Klingon To infinity and beyond Something really stinks, but I spinks like Leon or lying in the desert. I'm flying on Pegasus, you flying on the pheasant. right a other white powder, pick a other fire flower, spit hot fire like dialing on Chappelle's skit. Yeah, smell it on my unicorn. Hey. snort the white horse, but toot my own horn. Hey. Sleep, you're shedding too much light, Lou. Damn. Damn. You're making him wanna do right, Lou. Damn. Damn. They're getting self-esteem, Lou. Down. These girls
1: are trying to be queens, Lou. They're trying to graduate from school, Lou. They're starting to think that smart is cool, Lou. They're trying to get about the hood, Lou. I'll tell you what you Listen up, everybody, the bottom line. I'm a black intellect, but I'm refined. With precision like a bullet, target bound. Just living like a hooker, the harlot sounds.
2: And now, uh, when I say the harlot, you know I mean the hot. The vav 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 vader brothers in the spot, Jalik Jalik, wind up your hit. Captain of the poets, I'm the number seven pick.
3: Lick lick lick, boy on your backside. Lick lick lick, lick boy on your backside. Listen to the fader, let lets it glide. Tip the earthly body, heaven's on my side. I, I think I'm the echo, by the way.
4: Oh, um, well, that was <laughs> Not interesting. Part of it. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Toast Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And uh we're in the house for a very special Thursday edition of the podcast yes, with um three guests. Um and uh and, and the echoes in the house too, for those that are, are into that. Um, uh, shout out
5: to the remix. Shout out to Shout out to Black. Shout out, yeah, to, shout black. out <laughs> to the remix of the
4: podcast. But um and we'll try to work on that as we do the show. But um, yeah, we're, we're we're live and um that means sometimes things go wrong. The first voice that you heard, you should have heard on the show before, um it's my man Chris Lambert. And uh he's he he's a comedian, uh extraordinaire. He's also a very uh a emotional guy that likes to watch romantic comedies. So I call him the rom I call him the uh, the rom comedian. Uh what's so what's up there everybody, Chris?
1: What's going on everybody? Um so uh Going what? the distance is an underrated romantic comedy, so check that out if you haven't
4: so what what's been up with you, dude? um It's been a while since uh we had you on the show uh but what's what's up, what's up?
1: Oh man, just uh doing a nine to five and trying to do the dream at night just a lot of stand up and just trying to get better, evolving, doing a lot of club work and and just just really trying to be. Just trying to put myself out there and uh be the best comic I could be.
4: You met any more famous people since you've been um since you talked to us last?
1: Um, I guess like if you watch the league, I think we talked about it No, I think we talked about it the last time I was on the show. Uh, uh kind of. I don't I don't know. I I'm trying I can't really think of any anything.
4: Okay, who who was the last guy? I think the last time you're on the show we did uh we talked about Mark Merritt.
1: Okay, Mark, man. but we I thought I was okay. Uh I work with Steve Ranazizi from the league, one of the guys if you watch that show on yeah. FX. Yeah. And uh I worked with him for for a weekend, and this guy named uh, Pete Dominic who's on SiriusXM. He has like a political radio show um and uh also uh oh my god, what is wrong with me? He's got a, he's got a she's on CNN a lot also. So, he's, oh, okay. least more of a political guy, and, uh, just, I work with a lot of cool people all the time. Like, uh, I was at Hannibal Burris's premier, uh, party at the Knitting Factory. Uh, I worked with, uh, Amy Schumer, who's on, who's kind of blowing up now. Um, I work with her at the Stress Factory in New Jersey. It's a lot of fun.
4: fun. Yeah, I like hearing that because that's like saying we're on the same show as them. You know what I mean? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I, I always tell people i tell people that i've worked with and i've told you this i say like i've worked with uh three three of the biggest podcast people in america i work with mark maron i work with chris hardwick from nerdist and rod and karen from the black guy who tips <laughs> so uh
4: that's pretty amazing uh, i know
5: what a group to be in And I have a question. Why do they call a lot of the comedy joints factories? Do they pump the comedians out like a factory? I don't be understanding that.
1: I don't know. Sometimes, I guess that's just they. sometimes they have weird names like the Stress Factory or the Chuckle Hut or Uh, uh, I guess just kind of pump out the jokes like a factory. uh,
4: Maybe I just picture like Terminator style comedians that make the same jokes over and over.
1: You will laugh or you will die. Well, that's what I try to stay away from. But it's but you you know you can't always. Uh, you just got to do you and try to be the best, best best comic you could be, and and uh, whatever the crowd gives you, you got to give that energy back and and try to make something happen. Happen.
4: All right. Um. All right. So uh, now also you can check out Chris at chrislambert.tumblr.com. He finally did that. Um, and I'm glad you you finally got your Tumblr with your actual name and stuff yes, in it, so
5: people wouldn't have to hunt you down. Yeah,
4: because uh, you know, as much as I thought the other title was clever, you know, if I watch was, you do stand up and I go, I want to hear more of him, I'm, I'm gonna be looking at chrislambert.tumblr.com instead of you know. Are
1: you happy now, Dad? Jesus. <laughs> yes, we are. That's great.
5: We can find you now, son. We can find
4: you. We just want the best for you, Chris. Um, I, I appreciate it and uh he's also on twitter at chris lamberth and youtube uh chris lamberth comedy uh so check him out man he has uh funny ass videos he does and um you know some good stand up and uh also he's just a good dude man if you ever want to talk if you ever want to talk romantic comedies uh just make sure you hit him up on twitter because he knows all that shit
1: I'm um, more than just romantic comedies, guys. Come
4: on. <laughs> okay, Come buddy. Guys. Whatever you say, buddy. Um, and I'm not saying you're, not, you're less of a man or anything, Chris. I'm not saying that. Um, and then um, okay. the second voice that you heard, if um, I had my order correct, um, let me scroll up. Yeah, it was Patrice C. Who, she hasn't been on the show in a long time.
6: Yes.
4: But, you know. Love
7: it. no, we love us some Patrice.
4: Everybody knows we love Patrice um she's always welcome back um anytime
7: thank you i love you guys too
4: and um what have you been up to since we talked to you last patrice
2: um well i'm in a new apartment so it's been a while uh the new apartment's cool rod and i've had extensive conversations about that but uh there's a lot going on but uh, um uh also uh did been doing more stuff i've always done sort of writing pop culture and stuff but i've gotten into lately uh Getting paid to tell people about black Twitter is a new thing that I'm doing, which is super interesting. Huh. Um, Rod actually helped out with that the other day, uh, explaining black Twitter to white people is what I've been doing. And they're super interested in knowing about black Twitter. So all the ratchet is translating into dollars.
5: Ah, well, that's, that's interesting that's as hell. And, 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 and who knows that Twitter, um, mocks the real world, just like the real world is segregated, Twitter is too. Yes.
4: Yeah, and um, Patrice, I think we're still getting the echo from your side. I don't know. Uh, Could you turn your volume down at all? Like, I don't yeah, know I if that would help. Right, Is that better? Let's see. One, two. Oh, yeah, yeah. it might have fixed it. Oh. It, okay. oh thank god I
2: Volume up for your benefit but i'm fine with it down lower so if that's better that's cool
4: yeah that's great man i thought i was gonna have to hang up on patrice man i was you
2: better hang up on i was her. getting nervous <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, so this is getting kind of close man people gonna be like man you fucked up the show Rod. but um yeah okay so also um what i thought was interesting when you know because patrice kind of just hit me up out of the blue on Chat, like oh what's up with um You know, black Twitter and stuff. You got any advice? And I, you know, I came up with some stuff off the top of my head. And then she, we talked a few days later. She's like, it went really well and all this stuff. And I just kept picturing, like,
5: my advice went to, like, companies and shit. Like, (laughs) Real, real companies. We talking about real companies, right?
2: We're talking about like seven figure ad campaigns. <laughs> That's
5: crazy. <laughs>
4: That's that is beautiful, man. I, That's I love wonderful. that. Like uh, this podcast shit is crazy. Like I, it never goes in my head because, um, you know, I, we still live in this apartment. We're not getting paid to really do this. I know. So
5: we still got jobs like y'all. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, nine to fives.
4: Um, so it doesn't really. I it ne- I never get really pumped up and shit. But like. Every once in a while, I just think about the the idea of you know a couple of people with some you know some some mixing equipment uh having the 35th uh, most shared podcast on Stitcher yes, or something. Thank
5: you so much, guys. And
4: then I look at who's up above us, and it's like NPR. Yes. Uh, you know, we beat the Onion or some shit. You're like, what the how? Wow,
5: I don't understand this. <laughs> Y'all good. awesome, sharing folks. We thank you.
4: <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's cool though. Um, and, uh, the other person we have on the line. Oh, wait, no. And then also to find Patrice, you can find her on Twitter. She's at Patrice C. No space. Yep. Patrice C. Mm-hmm. And, uh, com is her website. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, she's always posting interesting things. She and, um, is. And also, <laughs> also, um, you, she, she has somehow cleaned up her Twitter to an extent. So, you're kind of getting in late for people that were kind of hoping for, like, really drunken antics and stuff. Because I don't, I don't hey, see those as much it's anymore. It's
2: about to be summer again.
4: Anything can happen. Oh, okay. Well, get
2: in.
5: Get, <laughs> get in, in it the you can. No,
2: New York winters are not a game. I don't do that in the winter. You could fall in a snow drift. Never be found.
4: Summer time <laughs> slash two Red cup. Cause, and, and then, you know what else? Patrice is also a trendsetter, man. A tastemaker. Because she went to... um. She she went to um, South by or uh, uh, what is it? South by Southwest. Southwest yes, we gotta um, go. When, yeah. She went when it was cool, and then everybody wow. went the next year, and everybody was like, "This shit is whack." And I was like, "Damn, Patrice got in when it was hot." I think yes, she I talked did. about
2: it too much. People hear that you were drunk for six days, and they want to go hang out. You can't. It yeah. was a one a one shot deal. Those two years were the two years to go
4: everybody was mad i don't know the wi-fi is homeless here now what happened
2: <laughs> my
5: wi-fi is moving
4: <laughs> um all right and then the other person we have on the show and this is like a last minute edition because I, we had i had a couple of people that i wanted to be on like we um and i'll talk about them in a second we had like a really good google plus uh debate i would guess or chat about the show girls and I was like, man, I would like to have one of them on so we could talk about it. But one of them, I'm not sure she likes me that much. So I was like, I'll ask her last. And then the other one, I was like, I was like, oh, I adore her, but I wasn't sure what her schedule was like. So it was kind of last minute. And uh, we had some mix up, So we had to reschedule. So I was just like, I'll just ask random people if they want to be on. Right. And I brought, I just asked Twitter, you know, the world. And I was like, Hey, any females want to be on the top girls today on the podcast? And somebody suggested, uh, Brandy. And I was like, um, that, that, she's talked to me about it before on there and stuff. But I, you know, I was like, I don't know what she's doing. She might be at work. I don't want to just be Messing like, you know, be on the show or whatever. And, and Patrice said she'd do it. So I was like, I'm good. And then Brandy came out later and was like, I want to be on the show. That's cool. And I was like, all right, no problem. You know, what, what time you get off and stuff. She's like, uh uh-uh. uh. I'm in a conference room right now at work. Let's do this.
6: <laughs> and I,
4: I have to reward that type of dedication. Yep. By saying, oh, really? yeah, you can be on the show for sure. <laughs> Cause like, I wouldn't risk my job for none of y'all niggas. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be in no, using no public resource, no work resources mm. to do this show. But, um. I'd have
5: been outside with the wind blowing.
3: They know what I'm
4: doing. I've tweeted it and whatever. <laughs> I, I, man, where do you work, Brandy? You could just be like, let me. I don't
3: know. Well, my coworker, I got my coworker. He's a fellow comedian, so
6: that helps.
4: (laughs) Well, people at my job don't even know I tweet. Nope. Uh, Really? Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, every time someone finds out I'm on Twitter, they're like, uh, they'll be like, hey, man, you on Twitter? I'm like, yeah, man, uh, Roderick's prime. You just follow me. I'll follow you back or whatever. And then, like, a couple minutes later, it's like... Man, you famous. I'm like, famous? <laughs> yes, who's famous? I'm not famous. <laughs> Nigga, it's Twitter. You don't get paid to tweet. At <laughs> no, least,
1: you don't. At least not me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, they, I, they like paid. I just asked you for money out of the vending machine, dog. <laughs> You're <Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> not famous. Yes, I got,
5: be like, you got all those tweets, man. You blown up. All those people follow you. Yeah, I got like three friends
4: at the Y um, that are like these kids. They're like young kids, like maybe uh 14 to 18 years old or whatever. And uh, they, they're all about twitter so they they found out my twitter and shit and they were oh man you gotta follow me back i was like yeah no problem man but um talk about interesting shit or i'll probably unfollow you because you know whatever and uh because it doesn't matter you know if people unfollow me all the time and so then he's like uh give me some advice what kind of stuff should i tweet
5: i was like anything <laughs> i was like what kind of shit is that man i don't know I was t- i've had people ask me that before I was like whatever comes on to your mind yeah
4: i tell people tweet about um things that everyone is doing and then yeah. you'll be fine but, um all right so the brandy she has a website too um and I- i've actually been to your website before um brandy and um uh, yeah. i actually have your blog favorited as one of my uh blogs on my um on my uh what was it firefox um where like I, I go check it out every once in a while uh it's house of org, and she's on twitter at the brandy and um brandy you're also a comedian right yeah i do comedy i do stand-up so um how long you been doing stand-up
3: uh altogether almost three years damn yeah.
4: three years um are you uh you know you ready to quit your job and go do it full-time
3: uh I like health insurance so <laughs> <laughs>
5: I feel um, you honey.
3: But I mean I'm doing it. I'm it's going really well. I'm up here in Minneapolis. I'm fortunate to be an MC at Acme, which is a really good club up here. Um and yeah, I've got to work with some great people. I got to work with Todd Glass. Uh Last week Yeah, was, Todd Glass
4: is mad famous on the podcast yeah. circuit too, man. That dude's yeah. big time.
3: He was he was uh headlining like a week or two after he came out on Maron's podcast so that was pretty interesting. He's really nice. Wow. Well, um, yeah.
4: I think
1: Brady, every Did you ever Yeah, go ahead, to, uh, Chris. Go uh, ahead, Chris. Yeah, ne- Ray, did you ever work with uh Maria Bamford up there?
3: No, I've met her a couple times when she's passed through, but I have not. I really I don't know when she's going to be up next, but all the MCs definitely want that week.
2: So Yeah, she's great. Yeah.
4: She actually um, she seems really crazy. she's sweet in real life (laughs)
3: she's so nice and watching her like work like the room afterwards and like meet people and just like walk up to them be like hey and like be really interested or at least pretending to be about what people are saying it's 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 pretty amazing because I could not do that and I probably should be able to (laughs) I'm a bad liar Um, I can't pretend to be interested if you are not interesting to me so I should probably get on that unless like money's at stake
4: So So even that's yeah, that's pretty. That's like a pretty bad skill for a comedian because, like, you know, you would want to at least be able to feign interest because you think they'll have to get paid. I mean,
3: I feel like once I have the microphone and they're sitting in front of me, they should be not talking. So I don't really have to be.
5: (laughs) God damn, not talking! Wow, how do you deal with hecklers then?
3: Uh, well, I mean, the great thing about Acme is they the ushers they're on that pretty quickly, but. Yeah, honestly, like shut him up with a good line. He just, I'm probably uh, bank on being the smarter one and the less drunk of the two, mm. and then like
6: <laughs> that's kind a of go from me. there.
3: Uh, this past week, actually, though, the headliner was Colin Kane. I think he's out in New York. He almost got yeah. punched by someone, and that was he's oh, re- yeah. he's really, really like goes hard at the audience.
0: Wow! Um,
3: but like, that's the first time I've ever seen it get that crazy at a club.
5: Um,
4: and people really don't respect comedians nope. or comedy. Me and Roger talked
5: about it. And like, what?
4: and that's, that's one of the things I do want to get into, um, uh, when we talk about girls, but, yes, but yes. like, it's one of the few things where, like, um, like you, 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 like you said, you MC at a club or you, y'all have ushers and stuff like that, but there's so many comedy clubs where it's just like free for all.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, um, it this really person is, there's nobody watching the door. <laughs> right. Mm.
4: It's like this person's heckling and they're threatening violence. It's like, well, comedian, make some jokes and get out of it. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna get my ass yeah, whipped for these jokes.
1: Go ahead, Chris. I worked with Colin, I worked with Colin Kane uh once and he yeah, he can be pretty uh intense when it comes to like interacting with the crowd and yeah. uh it was yeah, he's uh he's 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 a he's a force of nature, but he's very funny though. Mm, well, he just he just well.
6: Uh
3: It was really kind of weird, because uh, the feature was Anton Schuford who is, oh, yeah. yeah, he's That's cool, cool. Um, he was out of Philly, and it was really weird, because I was the MC, then Anton was a feature, and then Colin gets up, and the first thing he does is he looks to his right, and there's a black couple in the audience, he's like, wow, I'm in Minnesota, the first black people I saw all day, and I'm like, uh, there were two right in front of me. <laughs> and so, at the end of the show, when I closed up the show, I was like, uh, "Give it up for Colin Cain. He's uh, the first white person that I've seen today, except for all of them in front of me." <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then did you punch him in the face? Um, to, no,
3: um, no, I I did not. I had no reason. He was nice to me, so ah, yeah.
4: okay. Well, um, all right, man. Well, this I think this is gonna be an interesting episode. Um, uh, me too. I, I want to talk TV. And uh, we always get all kinds of random requests, um, especially me because I live tweet just about anything I watch except like porn. Yep. Um, so, people, <laughs> people,
1: so <laughs> yeah.
4: uh, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that ambidextrous that
1: I, I can I do really that. I really don't like Alexis Texas's panties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
5: her bras and panties don't match
4: is (laughs) he really gonna wear those Tims on this couch you know but um his white socks not clean that's right i watch black porn sometimes but um (laughs) yeah so um i i was uh you know i I live tweet a bunch of stuff and people always ask me on twitter like hey um what are you gonna talk about x show or that show and um I'm always like, oh, man, you know, Karen doesn't always watch it. And it's, you know, it seems like, you know, hard to probably like just get guests just to talk TV. And Mm -hmm. I figured it would be boring for most people because if they don't watch it, it's like, what the fuck are they talking about? But um, it I forgot that um, it's my podcast. I can do what the fuck I want.
2: That's so,
7: <laughs> right, sir.
6: Hello.
2: So, so I
4: said, let me get three people that I like and talk TV because yeah, that's what we doing today. And I'll see you other people Saturday. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so we we talking TV, man. And um the t the shows I want to talk about um today are um Girls, which is an HBO show about um some upper class white no nothings. Um and then uh I wanna talk about <laughs> well, I wanna ta-
2: on the press release I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna talk,
4: wow. I wanna talk about Game of Thrones. Uh Game of Thrones of course as, or as I like to refer to it, Dim Thrones. Um thrones. and uh a shout out to uh, hot fire starter uh guys. They they came up with that. Uh yeah, I wanna talk about them thrones, it's is basically about ratchet ass medieval fantasy people.
5: I come in and out of that from from what I see, boy. Them them lines thou art throw they be kind of getting ether in that shit i would be like oh
4: yeah they they talk some shit man so um yeah i talk about them thrones and then uh we'll talk definitely talk about uh ratchet bar wise and if we have time i'll try to get to uh bad girls club but like people want me to talk about bad girls club and i like me some bad girls club but it's kind of the same shit every time. Yes, like it's kind of no
2: difference tell- between any no, season. This season. This new season, they're going to Mexico, like- <laughs> right? International. Oh
3: shit! Nah. Also, is it just me or is everyone on the Mexico cast a little bit uglier than they usually are? It, I oh, think in case
2: they have to lose somebody.
4: They don't want to, to commit to the pretty ones. This I time. feel like if you fly those harlots to Mexico, you do not get to go home. Like, you know how they cavalierly no. come for 24 hours and it's like, I got beat up. I'm ready to go home. It's like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. trick. This is Mexico, and we're not paying for no international flights. Get your ass back in I the know, house. I that's right. You leave when everybody else oh. does.
2: In Mexico, they're hanging other Mexicans from bridges and leaving bags of heads. (laughs) They don't have a chance. No. Bad Girls Club Hunger Games.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The cartel going to kidnap them and return them like an hour later. Oh No,
2: no,
5: she talked too much. Take her back, please. Yeah. Actually, it's going to be like, no,
4: you pay us. No,
5: they'll be like, no, we took her. She tried to fight my wife. I cannot take this.
4: (laughs) All right. So, um. Let's go. Let me do all the intro shit that I am supposed to do for the show. Um and introduce our sponsors and stuff cuz I know they you know they paid us. Um All right, so you can go to the Of course, uh this show is the Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio. Uh you know, if you're looking through the what's hot list on Stitcher, you might find us there. Yes, if you're sir. looking on um the most shared, you might find us there too. Mm-hmm. Um amongst uh our contemporaries of course you know the morning joe uh <laughs> rachel maddow yeah,
5: yes I, i'm just a shot wait wait <laughs> what Duh, what can't tell uh what's the, wait wait tell don't me. tell
4: me i'm a can't tell me i oh, messed that all you up. almost <laughs> take that um car talk you know if you want to yes. if you want to find us amongst uh you know dave damashek's nfl podcast and maybe you know
5: yeah.
4: they, they can step their game um, up to us
5: a um, must clean podcasting
4: yeah, uh, right. Amongst <laughs> reputable people,
5: yeah, that do this With real for a living.
4: Like I, I looked on the list, man, and I saw we were above Keith and the girl, and I was like, I was shocked. That's impossible, and yes. that won't last long. No,
5: as I, soon as they start pushing that shit, we will fall back where we yeah, belong. I
4: took a screen. I took a <laughs> screenshot of that shit quick. Like, oh, <laughs> we went it for a little bit. We um, see
5: how long this lasts.
4: All right, you can also, uh, but uh, shout out to people that's listening from Keith and the Girl because I I love them. That's oh yeah, it's my favorite podcast. And please don't troll me nerds. All right, so um, you can also donate to the show when you go to Blackout Tips. Subscribe to our actual page so you get updates. Um, you can also listen to the show and watch it live from there uh, by clicking on the uh, live shows on Vocal tab at the top of the page. Um, you can also uh, go to our store and buy stuff and put us on your chest and. And if you really like something and you need to change or whatever, we can uh, change items. Somebody wants our safe t shirt and they want it in long, long sleeves. sleeves. Get so, it yeah, we're gonna roll that out tonight. Um, you can also follow our Tumblr, com and all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodham prime. I'm
5: um, said that again. That is
4: in DAT. Uh, you can call the show, talk to us live on Saturday mornings at 704-557-0186. 86. Or you can, uh, email the show, tips at gmail.com. Um, very easy to get in touch with us. And, uh, oh, the show Twitter is at TBGWT. We also have a Donate Your Account campaign going through Facebook and Twitter. You go to donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT and uh, donate your account. Sign up, man. It really helps us promote the show, and I'm sure that's, uh, it'll help spread the word even more for like Stitcher and stuff like that to, um, keep pumping us up, man. Get, get us more listeners. The official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport is Bullet Ball and Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And, um, we're sponsored, Karen. Sponsored Woo-hoo! by two different, um, items. Of course, the first one is Shadow Dow Productions. Uh, they are sponsoring us, uh, and they want us to f- talk about the last possible day to get a copy of the DVD Dirt Cheap Therapy. Uh, Dirt Cheap Therapy is a comedy feature film that, uh, stars Alexa Yeans, Nathaniel J. Brown, mm-hmm. um, John Fowles. Like, everybody's in there. And also, we're in there.
5: Yes, we
6: are.
4: So, and it's a really good, well done quality production. It and, is. Um, I'm
5: just shocked we associated with it. Yeah.
4: And they let us have our names on it. So.
5: <laughs> I know, right? Um,
4: you go check that out, man. It's your last time to get it. Uh, slash dct.html. Um, the brief synopsis of the plot is that, uh, it's about a psychologist who decides that, um, she needs to raise a lot of money for something very quickly. So she, instead of charging a lot of money for therapy, she charges $50, uh, for therapy per session.
5: Yep.
4: Uh, and you get like a half hour session and, uh, she tries to raise $10,000 in a week and you go through her ordeal with her. And she does not get much sleep mm-hmm. and she does things like 3 a.m. sessions with, uh, police that, you know, need anger management and shit like that
6: ah,
5: ah. it's uh it's really good it is actually great
4: all right and then um of course our other there our other um our other ad other sponsor i need to cue up some music for
5: yes we, um, we got we got to get the mood right
4: yeah um everybody Don't knows
1: my baby tonight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> everybody knows it's a little bit uh a little bit sexier read um than uh, our, our typical read, but um I probably know this shit by heart now. Hey, oh,
6: yeah.
5: somebody rocking, knocking our boots. Come <laughs> on, wow, wow.
1: Chicken it with my boy Luke.
4: Oh yeah. Um, you know we- this next sponsor is Adam and Eve. Dot com. Um. AdamAndEve.com is basically asking everybody a question. Fellas and ladies, Sexy are you looking man. to sex things up in hey, yo, your bedroom? Of course you are. I mean, you could go in there and sleep, but there's other things you would like to get accomplished in there, and there's no reason not to. Don't get in your own way. Uh, you can go to AdamAndEve.com, and right now they're offering a special offer for those of you that need a little inspiration. Or want to buy your condos by the bulk. Um, you know, maybe you get or your like lube that. by the bulk. Or you want to, yeah, maybe you need a tub of lube. <laughs> I don't know yes. what you're into. And I'm not judging you. No,
5: me either. There's
4: no judgment here at the mm, Blackout Tips. Slather
5: it everywhere you want it to be.
4: <laughs> get, <laughs> slather that lube, people. Yes. Get to slathering. Like grease. Um, uh, what they want you to do is get 50% off of any item just about in their store yes sir that means things that you have to rev like a chainsaw yes i'm talking it it might it might take diesel i don't know yeah Um, yeah i think they do what double a to d batteries right i don't care if they've molded some porn star's vagina Yep. And you would like to stick your penis in there and pretend that it's them. Yep. That's your business, yes, man. That is, it
5: is. And, and for the ladies, they do the small ones, too. You know, the little intimate toys. They even got the, the underwear that got the penis already in it. So you just put the drawers on and ride. Right. So for 50% off, I say you go
4: get that thing that you've been looking at. Me, that too. You, you
5: know you've been eyeing it.
4: Yes. Shame has no price. Mm-mm. For 50% off, you don't have to be ashamed anymore. Nope. Nope, uh, just don't
5: let your kids open the mail. That's all we ask. Right.
4: And of course, they'll also throw in three free DVDs. You don't even have to ask for those, they just Mm -hmm. throw them in. Mm -hmm. It's like, bam, here's some some white people having sex. Enjoy yourself. And then they also throw in, uh, at least in the orders I put in, it's all been white people. But, hey, you know, we'll get some diversity in there next time. Um, and then you can also get a free sensual gift that if I told you about, they would kill me. Yes, sir. Well, I can't even tell you about that shit. Mm-hmm. I wish I could, though. Mm-hmm. Um, every, find out for yourself. Yeah. Someone sent me a picture of their free sensual gift. And I realized that uh, it is not the same every time. So I know. I realized that, <laughs> too.
5: I was like, "Ooh, I ain't never seen that one before. <laughs>
4: yours might be even more sensual than mine. I don't know.
6: Yes.
5: <laughs>
4: Let's uh, go on Twitter. Post a picture. We'll compare gifts. Um, so yeah, you can do that. And then um, also you get my favorite type of shipping, which is free shipping. I know it's so. Now to get all this shit, all you gotta do is go to adamandeve.com. Go to the checkout, and you put in the code TBGWT when you check out. Get fifty percent off of just about any item. Get yep, three you free. You can
5: use it more than once, guys.
4: Yeah, you can use as many times as you want. I checked, mm-hmm. and you can also get uh, free shipping three free dvds a free sensual gift that's just too oh mm-hmm. i wish
5: i wish yep. i could say yeah tell your family tell your friends you know father's day is coming up now hey we did one for mother's day
4: yeah so that's called tv <laughs> yeah get your dad a pocket pussy man what is what, hey. he's not gonna look down on you He'd be like mm-hmm. thank you son you can bond like uh never before <laughs> remember that remember that awkward talk y'all had when you were like 12 Yep. You can finally get him back.
5: Yep. Have him looking at you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Going, I really don't want to talk about this with you right now. Yeah.
4: Dad, I think it's time we've talked. Um, but, yeah, you just go to adamandeve.com, put in TBGWT during the checkout. All right. Thanks. Um, you know, someone suggested that we play uh, Stroking by Clarence Carter for, oh, during this segment. I'll be segment. But I was like, that's not sexy enough. No. Let me handle the comedy up in here. Mess around and have everybody uh, trying to return their gifts.
5: (laughs) That's fish fry music. I don't know. We won't play stroking. He sound sound like he yelling at you. Come out here, girl. I be stroking. I can't listen to Clarence Carter without thinking (laughs) like. That's what I be doing.
4: When I hear Clarence Carter, I just be thinking like, my grandma might have fucked in this. I don't uh,
5: don't want to hear this. On top of that, I be thinking like, he look like he fucks hard. No, I (laughs) know. Be gentle with me, sir. Gentle.
4: Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, man. He might hurt you. Speaking of fucking hard, let's talk about <laughs> girls. Um, yes. all right, so, um, I started watching this show. I don't know how everybody else is introduced to it, but I basically started watching this show after I heard about the controversy of, um, uh, apparently they're not blacking it up enough over there. <laughs> and, and um, uh, I was hearing out some, I, I was hearing some weird, um, criticisms of the show but i hadn't watched it so i didn't really care um but you know people were basically saying like hey um this show is not um representing brooklyn uh the way that you know brooklyn really should be and uh i was like okay that's cool so a show is on tv and it has nothing but white people in it i've never seen that happen before in new york um, so
5: I, <laughs> this is not a new concept i'm
4: so shocked oh and it's on hbo oh my god you know but um
6: <laughs>
4: so uh yeah that was a controversy or whatever and um i didn't really so i wrote the show off kind of because i was like i don't feel like getting involved in another racial debate um and i went back because uh apparently i watched everything on my dvr when i was sick last week so i was like i have nothing left so i started watching the show cleaned it out boy and uh i love it I I love girls. Like I loved it from the first episode. I know some people say it took a while to grow on them. I love this shit so much. It's crazy because the characters in it are kind of like irredeemably like flawed, and kind of sheltered and privileged and stupid in in their own ways individually. Um, I don't like any of them. I don't root for any of them. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> I love
4: this fucking show Oh so um, let me just get y'all's General impression of the, sh- of the show And I'll go from person to person uh, I'll start with you Chris man um, what What's your general impress- impression Of uh, girls
1: I'm kind of on the same wavelength As you like I, I like the show And I kind of came to it uh, I was attracted to it because uh, Judd Apatow Was the producer And I gen- generally like all of his stuff For the most part and so I was willing to give it a try. I actually got HBO just to, to check this show out and then check out. Oh, Phoebe. Wow. And because uh, there was so much like uh, there was such an intense hate for this show. And I have two uh, comedian friends that uh, write for the Huffington Post, and they both had opposing viewpoints. Uh, Phoebe Robinson, very funny uh, comedian in the city. And J. L. Covan, who's also a very talented uh, comedian, and they they pretty much had opposing viewpoints, and I could and and I could understand both of their uh, arguments. Like, there's not enough diversity, and there what? But this is a aspect of, of, of Brooklyn. This is just a. This is just a. I don't know. Just a people. A certain girl's life and her friends that surround her. I, I nothing uh, really surprised me about about this show as far as the lack of diversity mm-hmm. because i think that there is a truth in that there is uh that's her truth and when i found out about this show lena dunham had also already had a movie out called tiny furniture that kind of put her on the map like she was already doing like short films at at Oberlin college where she did her undergrad judd apatow got a hold of tiny furniture and everybody loved it like they were passing around her DVD of that movie like it was a mixtape, like it was a Meek Mill Mm mixtape. And he was like, yo, you got that new Tiny Furniture? And I was like, so (laughs) I saw Tiny yeah, man. (laughs) And and I was like, damn, I got to see this movie. And it came out in February Mm -hmm. on Criterion Edition, which is like a real, like, crazy, swagged-out DVD of, like, extra features, commentary, blah, blah, blah. So I saw the movie, and I was like, eh, I was like, it's okay. I was like, I, I was, my hopes were, I guess I had bigger hopes for it. And I was just mm-hmm. like, it's all right. It's just like this overprivileged white girl, and she's doing her thing. But there's also another, oh, God, I'm going to mention this damn movie, and I don't know. There's there's another movie that kind of had a similar take, mm-hmm. but I thought it was done a little well. Anyway, I thought it was okay. And then when wow. I saw the first episode of Girls, I was like, I like it. I, I It's not as bad as people say it is. And then I grew to like it even more as each episode uh, progressed.
4: Yeah, they've grown on me. Like, they've grown on me like watching a bad reality show. Like, that's how they've grown on me, where it's like, what will these tricks get into this week? Like,
5: Yes!
4: Like, they they yeah. ain't shit. Um, oh, and then the other thing that you were bringing up, too, um, I thought it was interesting that Judd Apatow was the one who jumped on top of it because... Um, that dude has a lot of criticism about his writing of women characters in his movies. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. I wonder how much of this was him being like, yeah, I need to get some females on the roster, uh, or support some female voices because, um, I ain't shit. And Are people you? know. Uh, who, uh, uh, let's go to, um, Brandy next. Go ahead, Brandy.
3: Well, I think I heard an interview with Lena Dunham where she was talking about how that kind of all went down. And it was a matter of she was actually, you know, doing the rounds, talking to people because everyone wanted to talk to her. Mm-hmm. But I think that Judd Apatow, in terms of her personal sense of humor, he seemed to have got gotten her the best. So, I mean, yeah, I think that I don't, you know, I don't know about Apatow's personal motivations. Every time I hear him talk about it, it's just like, yeah, she's really funny. It's kind of just generic stuff that you hear, but for Based on, you know, what I see in this and what we know about Judd Apatow, I think it's just a, the probably the best fit.
4: Oh, now, what is your overall impression of the show, Girls?
3: Uh Fuck Girls. Okay. <laughs> like, I hate, I hate the show because it's, like, all the people I went to college with, and I don't know, it's not... I went to a liberal arts <laughs> college in the, in New England, and it's just, like, the diversity things... You know, I read the Phoebe Robinson piece, and... The diversity thing's, again, not an issue for me that, you know, it's just... It is an issue, but not for this show.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but I just... I You know, I'm watching it. I, I started watching it. I think it was overhyped way too much
6: mm-hmm.
3: um, to begin with, which actually put the show at a disadvantage because it just had these insane expectations that no show could live up to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, but I watched it because I was like, all right, well, you know... I, you know, I'm a comedy person. I've, you know, written some shows and stuff. Let's see. And it's just not as funny. It's like, I don't know what the disconnect for me is because it's just not as funny to me. I'm like, yep, that shit happens. That I've seen that. I've seen that. Um. But, like, I think on Twitter I have, like, an ongoing joke called Brandy Rewrites Girls where I just figured out how to recast it with, like, the Pink Ranger and, like, the Bronzoo Cobra. And just kind of making fun of the situations because I just feel like Lena Dunham probably has a great sense of humor, but I'm not really seeing anything that special in this show. Okay. So, now what, know. um,
4: so what about, um, do you think that the fact that you are kind of turned off by this type of person already has anything to do with it?
3: No, I mean, it, people, because there are a lot of people talking about, well, is it satire? And I think that she's, you know it probably like as a person she's probably not writing that far away from like her experiences but I think she's probably cool and I think we'd get along like comedically mm-hmm. but I'm not like turned off by the people and like you know if it was just a satir- like a satiric send up of that type of person I just don't think it's anything it's like yeah have you been twenty four before around these types of people mm-hmm. that's kind of funny haha but not enough for like the hype that it's getting versus deep, which is just you know it's so like outside of all of our realms Um, and I'm not going to get too much into the beat but it's just this doesn't I don't know I feel like something that we all could have generally seen or been around Mm -hmm. or like been near somehow could have been funny and I'm just not seeing it
4: okay no problem Uh, now Patrice what's your overall impression with the show
2: well I got to see Tiny Furniture at South By two years ago when it won Best Narrative and um then it got picked up not soon after to do stuff on hbo and i think a lot of the hype wasn't so much about the content of the show but the concept that lena was 23 at the time and got signed for what was sort of being hyped to be like the younger sex the city replacement Mm. and it comes out and it's these awkward broads in thrift store clothes so like it was a letdown from the beginning Mm. but um I grew, I will not, well, I lived in that neighborhood, the neighborhood that they say they live, which is Greenpoint in Brooklyn. They're, they film on India Street. Um, I lived about two blocks away. I dare you not to bump into somebody brown on the street over there. Mm. It is, uh, there's a big Hispanic community that sort of leads into that part of Greenpoint. There are, even if you just count the brown hipsters, it wasn't so much that none of the major cast was black, because Sex in the City was four white women. Right. It was mm-hmm. the fact that there weren't even black people on the street. <laughs> right. Like, they were just in Brooklyn. Like, I don't get... And I dare you to find a group of girl it, girls in their 20s now in Brooklyn that don't have a black friend because they cannot sing Jay-Z if they don't have a black friend. <laughs> so,
6: <laughs>
2: and I think along the, actual rule. along the lines of what
3: Patrice is saying... I think that th- they're also touting the fact that this show is really location specific. Like, I think New York Magazine, right. someone had like a map of all the hangouts. So, I mean, I'm not that familiar with Brooklyn, but I mean, I yeah, generally from what I gather, I've been there a couple times. Yeah, there would be. It's weird that they got the locations so right, but not the culture of the locations. Well, they
2: I, didn't even get the location right They're, here in Brooklyn. the first episode, people were chopping it up the next day because everywhere they mentioned they mentioned the incorrect neighborhood for it like you didn't even do your research on that front mm. like it was a lot
4: now see i don't know uh anything about Brooklyn really other than rap albums um but what I do know what I do know is white people, and this idea of white people, especially women in general. Uh, Like, white women, specifically, like, living in this bubble, if they want to, is so real to me. Like, to me, that makes sense that they don't see people of color and shit. Like... Sometimes
5: even if they're around. Like,
4: if she's writing her life, then she's also writing with her voice, and this comedy is her voice. Like, I can completely see how you can live in a world absent of color, because you just don't give a fuck. And none of your friends are black.
2: I'm not saying it's not possible. Like, as friends, they didn't have that. I mean, I live in Prospect Heights in Brooklyn, and it is pretty much, like it's it's kind of a way it there's it's starting there's a lot of beige people there's yeah. there's no outright brown there's a lot of beige
4: like like um, like but, i i guess what i was what i mean is like i don't think it's realistic i don't think that what they're doing mm-hmm. is portraying it's reality perfect. i think they're portraying her idea of what reality is like in the right. last episode where yeah. um uh she was talking to adam and adam brings up the fact that she's never fucking asked him a personal question since they've been fucking but Mm -hmm. and and it was kind of a moment where you're like that's right this is her fucking point of view and it's not really a per, it's actually a fucked up point of view and she's so myopic and so self-absorbed that um a lot of shit is happening around her that you're just never gonna notice or never gonna see until she's kind of aware of it in her writing voice, you know, I don't know if I'm just being yeah. way too meta or whatever, but whenever, you know, when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that, it, it makes sense to me that there aren't black people around because she don't fucking see or know or care about any black people, so fuck them, basically for her.
1: Well, until Donald Glover comes along next season, that's, <laughs> yeah, right, right. He's got, but, but like, I you, I think you're absolutely right, Rod, because I, I'm not from the area, but I perform in Brooklyn uh, quite a, quite a few times, like, the, what Patrice brought up, uh, Greenpoint, like I've, I've done a show like at Bar Matchless. Do you know that, Patrice? Uh, like,
2: yeah, yeah. I was not far from there, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll be there June 11th. Uh, but, that's, <laughs> that's a <laughs> swag, nice. swag. But, but that's like a good, that's a cool place, but you, you see all kinds of people, like black, white. And I, whenever, whenever I'm in Brooklyn, like that area, like Park Slope, Williamsburg, Greenpoint, I'm looking at this place and I'm like, this is not what most deaf rapped about. Like, this is, there's, there's white women holding Asian babies, pushing strollers and eating frozen yogurt. And like, there's like a stray cat epidemic. Like, that's what (laughs) I noticed (laughs) When when I'm in Brooklyn. Like, I don't, like, it seems, it's really, it's fun to hang out there and do shows, but I don't. But I think you made a great point, Rod. I mean, her her perspective is so myopic and so such about so much about herself. Like when those guys, when Marnie's boyfriend and the other guy, his band member, they they look through uh Hannah's diary yeah. and they sing about it on stage and then the next episode they're talking about the diary and and the Marnie's boyfriend storms out. And and all the Hannah could say was, "Do you think that would be that's pretty good?" The writing,
4: right? If it wasn't about you, yeah, would you no. have thought it was good? That's what she said. Yeah, like yeah. she like and to me, that's kind of the whole show is like, this is not real. This what they live in is not fucking real. Like her whole, my parents cut me off in the first episode. Like I felt nothing but like good. Get your ass out the house. Do something Go for your fucking work. self. Get a job. Yeah. Like that's how I was feeling watching it. And I don't know if she um is so cognizant of that that she's picking on herself and she wants us to realize like this person is a bad person and it's just written from the perspective of a bad person or if you know in real life she really thinks that's a a, like something that everyone can identify with either way i'm laughing so.
2: I, mean, well, I knew the girls like that though. At that age, I knew the girls that had yeah. the parents that were paying for everything, but they were way more savvy. Mm. <laughs> like, if you went to Macy's and bought a ton of crap, you say you went to the Macy's Optical because your eye was hurting you and you had to get something tested. <laughs> they weren't running around getting drunk and singing at their parents. Like, <laughs> they, their job was not having a job. Like right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I went to you know I'm in Minnesota
3: and I'm in Minneapolis, so it's. I went to private school here, and I went to college out east. So, like, if I wrote a show about my life, generally, it'd be full of a ton of white people. Like, I, I mean, the diversity thing <laughs> is, right. it's an issue to me, but, like, contrast this to, I'm not even talking about racially awkward black girl, which I love.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like that yeah, cast, yeah, yeah. I don't want to beat the shit out of anyone in that cast, but I hate everyone on Girls with a Passion of 10,000 Fires. Mm. Like, I just can't, like, the people are just really, you know, and, and then comparing Girls to Sex and the City, I, I was like, why do I really love Sex and the City and hate girls? Because Sex and the City, they were having fun. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, even today, you're like, well, yeah, it'd be fun to go get drunk and, right. like, have all this money. But then girls, I'm just like... Oh, wait, Sex in the City was still full
2: of, like, really unrealistic shit about
1: right, New York. Right. That was fantasy exactly, porn. That was horrible
8: exactly. exactly. exactly.
1: You know what
2: I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you know, go ahead, grab that cab to Westchester. Do that.
6: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
3: is, I think people, I'm just talking about from, like, a likability of the characters.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, okay, okay. Not the, no, I'm just talking about the characters. Like... I think I just like the characters are like, oh yeah, they're having fun. But like looking at the characters and girls, I'm like, this is the very worst of people. Like stuff you had to be around in your twenties where I'm just like, you know, I'm thirty one now, but it's just like it's so not you as, don't, I, I don't know, it's just not as I, as funny as it could be to me.
1: I, do you feel like you got Brandy, do you feel like you have to like all like all of the characters? Do you no, feel like you have to like one of them? Okay.
3: No, well, no, but they're just all so, like you see, like um, like a little bit one like funny line like this past uh, week, the one where she smoked the crack, and I I follow you on Twitter, Patrice, and I saw like, I, I, I mm-hmm. retweeted when you were talking about when she said the thing about NYU. She's like, I matriculated to NYU, and now I'm smoking crack.
2: You know, I that totally was funny went to NYU and new girls like that. Yeah. yeah,
3: that was funny, but there's just so much where you're just like, okay, this is like
5: just terrible people. Uh, and I and I kind of have a question for for Brandy. Um, do you think because, uh, and, and, and I'm, I, I know this might sound like city question, but you are white, right? No. No, she's black? No. <laughs> she's black. Okay. You
4: no. got a picture you know? on Twitter. what
5: avatar?
4: No, she's from Minnesota, Karen. That's what that, that's what oh, you're asking. Okay.
5: yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. She's from Minnesota. I was like, I'm not understanding. So I was like, I yeah. think she's black, but let me ask you, she's white.
4: Yeah, you're hearing, you're, you're hearing the Minnesota in her. I'm, I'm
5: yeah, sorry, sweetheart. Minnesota. I am. I'm hearing no, the Minnesota. Okay. And I do oh, have, um, I do yeah. have a question. Do you think that because you feel like this is so common to you and in your world and something that you actually lived that the perspective that she's giving you don't f- you feel like well I've lived that or I've experienced that. I know these people and she might not be telling it in a way that might be to your liking.
3: Well, I mean, if you look at Awkward Black Girl, that's a lot of the stuff that I've experienced and lived too and I find that show hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just a lot of it's just to be just not Like I saw Tiny Furniture, too, and I feel like Girls is just Tiny Furniture 2.0 where it's just, you know, I want to see her. Everyone's hyping but everyone's hyping Lena Dunham, and this is nothing against Lena Dunham, but like, she seems like she'd be cool to hang out with and probably fun and funny to hang out with, but like comedically, it's just nothing. Like, it's
2: just Mm -hmm. like, eh. I I figured it out for me, mm -hmm. like, I don't care about Hannah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think... Why the fuck would I bother? Like,
4: <laughs> yeah. Can I think, it? I think the, the thing for me, um, is, um, uh, in addition to not living that life, so it's kind of new to me. But, um, also, I think, uh, part of it is I have a fundamental belief that she did make the characters to not be liked. Like, oh, it, like, okay. I think that's the on um, purpose. And once I accepted that, I was just like, cause, you know, I think I watched, like, the first two episodes, I was like, I don't like any of these people like everybody is is young and dumb and i'm older mm-hmm. and wiser now yeah. and you know i never lived their lives. like I like i'm not rooting for any of them Mm-mm. and and then like i kind of just accepted that at some point and it became even funnier to me because it's like of course your dumb ass would say that you know of, of, of course your uh your ex-boyfriend is gay of course um and you never fucking notice because you're so self-absorbing you are so self absorbed and you do not care
3: you know i think that patrice mentioned that i don't yeah hannah like honestly if you took hannah out of it and just like got rid of her however the best way would be Mm -hmm. it would be a way better show like i think that it's just hannah brings down everything okay i I
4: gotta i gotta i gotta as i gotta say not for me i just gotta throw that out there like Hannah, for me, moves the show, uh, so well, um, yeah. because it is her aloofness and her awkwardness and her, um, just shallowness that makes that show good. It, to me, it would be like taking Larry David out of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, I need that, uh, anti-hero there uh because
2: she is playing it to the point of being so uncomfortable that you almost don't want to see it like i I don't i already did my 20s i don't want to be that i'm good
1: see but that's but see i think y'all bringing up great points i mean i think that's what makes the the show interesting i mean i think we first saw it i mean the first time i saw it i'm not gonna project my feelings on you guys but the first time i noticed that was like when ricky gervais brought out the office his version of the office and his style mm-hmm. of humor, and it just kind of oh my god, why am I? Oh, I don't want to watch this. And like you know, she's she's propositioning her boss to to like oh god. sexually harass her. And like the one good one point that the boss made, he said, you know, you don't know how to do anything, Hannah. Uh, but we like you. You know, I see right. some potential. It's <laughs> just like you don't you don't know how to do anything, and it's just like. There's there's something to be said, and, and Ron and I were talking about this a, a couple of days ago about all of this made me think about uh, why I love the movie Young Adult so much. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have seen that, but yeah. are you who's, Patrice? Yeah. You, yes,
2: I have. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like I yeah. thought, I don't know if you guys liked it or not, but it was something about that movie that I just could not shake, and I, and I love what Charlize Theron did, and I, I bought it on Blu-ray. And what Diablo Cody did with that, like there's there's scenes that they took out to make her even more unlikable, like right. so so you couldn't just say oh it's because of this, and you can you know you look at her parents and they're they're like oh is it because her is it because of her her child was messed up not really, but like it's just like what's underneath this person, and if you can't find a quick fix for that, then it's like oh well, I don't understand this. She's making me feel this way. Fuck her, about, I don't like this movie.
3: The thing about Hannah is that you've got almost two characters in one that are really conflicting and not a normal inner mm-hmm. conflict. You've got, like, a dumb bitch, and then you've got this, like, really insightful person, but when they, like, it's not in the way that, like, people are complex. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, yeah, the she's other she's not characters. naive. Yeah, yeah, she lacks common sense. <laughs> yeah, and it's, a, versus, you know, you have the characters, like, you know, the, the naive, uh, is their name Shoshana. The yeah, the
7: Shoshana. Yeah. And then like you've got she like Mommy.
3: You've got. I actually I don't dislike those characters. It's just like I, I want to punch them, and I think it's mainly because like when Hannah's there and the way that I have to like deal with her, and then like it's just this. I don't know. I I think that for me and comparing it to young adult again, young adult went nowhere like at the end to me, and that's not really spoiling really anything to okay. me. I think it went nowhere, but it was good, like, All
4: in right. the same way. Well, I, uh, Chris, before we, you respond to that, I don't want to debate young adult. Um, let's no, take the girls. Cause, um, like, okay, yeah. s- another thing I was going to say, Um, I wonder how much, but for me, uh, and maybe it's just what I'm getting from the show, and maybe it's not even intended, you know, but to me, this is a diatribe on white privilege. Like, she is literally getting by on just being white. And I love, like, I love the idea of us watching that every week, like, because for me, I just be confirming shit in my head, like, mm-hmm, yep, you can do that, <laughs> you can get you a fucking job, and not be, and have your boss literally tell you, you have no fucking skills, but we just like you, and I'm like, because she is yeah. getting by on that whiteness, and I like that idea, because we always seem to run away from that and everything, but this, like, people compare this to sex and the same, this is, to me... This is more of a satire on Sex in the City. It's more, uh, social commentary on the idea of Sex in the City because you're literally watching Sex in the City be deconstructed where you're like, yeah, why, why, how did you get that apartment? Like, why, how, how you making that much money to buy all these fucking clothes? And I ain't um, never
5: seen you work a day in your life. Like,
4: well, now she's a writer, but you know, it, it was just one of those things where like, are you getting paid $100,000 per article or some shit? Cause, I don't think you can like afford this shit on your salary and stuff like that um and this kind of deconstructs the magic of that where it's just kind of like yeah if you really just want to get by on your whiteness um this is kind of what it would look like and that's how that's the feeling i get from it
3: i think that i mean
4: what's go ahead um brandy you can go first and then chris you go afterwards
3: well it's uh, it is in a way that we're we have to like insert the people that she has privilege compared to into it um mm-hmm. but i think that you know i think that like sex and the city somebody threw it out i was saying it's fantasy porn and i think this is in the kind of way misery porn for people mm-hmm. like in a way where it's just like let's watch those same people fail at life well really well that's it
4: that's the thing she's not mis. like i don't watch her be miserable you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, it's not like a, a, a comedy of errors exactly like where I'm, I'm only watching her fuck up and hoping bad shit happens to her. I'm actually watching her get what she deserves. You know what I mean? Like, is like misery porn to me would be like someone that doesn't deserve to be unhappy and shit bad shit keeps it's like watching The Wire it's it's
3: schadenfreude I mean it's we're totally like yeah we're watching her get suffered because she deserves it like we're
4: still
2: enjoying that
4: Uh, I need you to explain what schadenfreude is though because I I didn't go to um, NYU Uh,
2: taking, taking comfort or joy in the misery of others Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I think was, you like it that she fucked
4: up, like yeah, I like that she I like that you know what I like that it expresses that people ain 't shit, and everybody knows that that's my number one mantra and mm-hmm. for 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 me, this just confirms it. nobody in that world is really shit, every last one of them, like you were saying yeah. like uh i don't like what Hannah brings out on them i don't like Marnie in the first place, she has a nice boyfriend, she 's a fucking dick to him as soon as he gets some balls and leaves she 's like, uh I need you back, I love you so much." They have makeup sex and it turns into breakup sex cause she realizes that this is fucking stupid. Dude gets another chick and in two weeks she's mad at him for being happy before she can be happy. Uh, not to mention that she, uh, you know, kiss, uh, was all up on that, um, artist dude, uh, a few shows before that. Like, stuff like that where I'm just like, oh, that's right. Marnie ain't shit. Like, I like that. Like, Sex in the City to me always felt a little bit fake because it, at the end of the day, the characters were more like, right and wrong like you could kind of root for them or see their point of view here i'm just like no you ain't shit and you're gonna do some ain't shit shit in a little bit and and so i don't samantha samantha
2: was a hoe for how many seasons and then she had to get cancer to make up for being a hoe right like there's no (laughs) there's no balance
4: here there's no like like people oh well bad things are happening yeah i don't know if y'all noticed nothing really bad is happening to hannah She's still living in the same fucking apartment. She quit a fucking job she should have never gotten. Like,
2: nothing. Oh, like mother, no, no thank you for rent money.
4: Right.
1: Well, you know, like, I, I'll, I'll say this. I think Sex and the City is just a marketing thing. That's what people do to, do to try to sell the show. Mm. And it's just like, if that Sex and the City, I'm not that well versed in Sex and the City. But yeah. I did see the, the movie and a couple episodes, but Sex and the City had more gloss. This is more, this is more, I don't want to say raw, but this has a little dirt dirt on it. And yeah. it is, there. there's, every episode, like, there is some kind of reality where Marnie's like, yo, Hannah, you got to come up on this Rent. Like, Rent is due. Mm. You don't, you never heard that in Friends. You never heard that <laughs> in, like, on Seinfeld. Yo, like,
4: but, 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 r- rent. hey, Chris, but Rent magically just keeps coming through, though.
0: Well, we've well, never know, paid the landlord. And, and, I don't and know like, what month and, we're in. <laughs> and the scene,
1: and the scene, like, come on, there's got to be some suspension of disbelief, y'all. We're all smart, y'all. right? Obviously, but like, but there's this, there's a part where like, the two guys like are saying like, uh, oh, well, Marnie's never done anything. Like, her parents still pay for her, pay for her Blackberry. Well, and then their boyfriend's like, well, he pays for some of it. Yeah, she pays know? half he pays of a Blackberry. Half yeah. of it, yeah. and the, to me. Right to me the transitional episode for me was when she went back home and and she she was at home and like that scene where she was eating all the food out of the refrigerator and, and <laughs> after
4: being <laughs> like a com- was- after being a complete dick when they tried to watch right. that movie with her and she was like i'm just going uh text message all the way through this, and then flip the fuck out and leave uh, halfway through this movie and not watch it. Like, she's being insufferable that entire time. And I, I know for some people, they just want to choke her. And to me, I'm just like, yeah, that sound, that's about right. I like this.
1: Well, I think things kind of hit home. Like, she's looking at her friend, like her girlfriend that was a dancer. She's like, oh, I'm going to be a dancer. I'm going to move to L.A. And she's like, well, you got any people out there, any contacts? And she's like, no, I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm just going to do it. And then she sees her at that benefit. <laughs> that shitty benefit that they do to yeah. that Michigan girl. <laughs> and she's what, dancing she, the, the Tech Carrie Hilson song and showing clips to uh, this head girl. She was using and it, it was- to
4: launch her, her career as a dancer and was going to move out to LA under the guise of throwing a memorial benefit for a girl who had uh, been tragically killed earlier and that was actually when she was at home in Michigan. So like right. even the people in Michigan from her circle
1: ain't shit. Like, I like this. It's great. Like, because she's because I think there's a moment where Hannah's like, am I like this bitch? Right. Am I like this chick? Right. And that's the, she's doing some self, self-reflection. She's like, in, in, she's in the car talking to the, the pharmacist. And she's like, well, I mean, like, I, I could probably she could see herself there being a teacher. And like, she that's a life that she could choose. And she still could still could do that. But she, you know, right. she chooses to go back to New York. I think there's stuff there. And then you get to this episode with her and Adam. And it's like, yo, what do you want? You don't know anything about me. You just want to fuck. And you, you know, you want to bone and do this and that. But do you want me to be your boyfriend? Then, do you know, their boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. I think.
4: I don't even think at that. I think thing. at that moment also. Um. For me, I was like, yeah, this is totally her point of view, so I, I, I'm i seeing more now, and I'm realizing other things she hasn't even thought about. But um, I like that the moment when he said that. It also occurred to her, like, I haven't even thought about this. Like, I've right. just been kind of saying, saying going shit, going, thinking about it in my head or, you know, whatever. But I, I really, like, I'm fucking oblivious. And it was just a yeah. blinding moment of, like, complete like uh undressing of her um but patrice you were about to say something
2: no i, I was saying that that night like she urcled adam into being her boyfriend like he <laughs> finally just got like worn down when you realize that you haven't seen someone out of the house with a shirt on it was so weird <laughs> to see him with a shirt on yes because you didn't realize until that moment that he had not worn a shirt the entire six. episode
4: yeah i have been yeah, saying I'm that i think sure. I, I have been saying that for at least three or four episodes maybe because i watched them in a marathon but i was like yo where is this dude gonna leave his apartment or put on a shirt like See, this what does he do
3: law and order episode. so like those are getting yes. mixed in my head where i'm like he he might be the killer but he's not
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the other thing i was thinking when uh brandy was talking was and, and this happened on google plus too um and um you know the discussion that we were having um I think a lot of the people's issue with this show are not about this show. Mm-mm. And that's like, it's when I first watched it. it, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting, okay, I'm going to watch it. And then like, maybe they're going to say or do something just horribly racist or they're going to do what, but it seems like all the controversy has really occurred outside of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, the, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking, uh, her name is S Joseph on Google Plus and we had a really great conversation. And, you know, she was bringing, and I tried to get her here, but she hadn't responded yet. Um, but she was, um, she was bringing up how, like, you know, people had got a hold of, like, the casting list. And, like, someone would be like, oh, you know, Latina uh, co-worker or, you know, homeless black man or something like that. And that's, to me, I'm like, I'm that's that's an unfair shot at the show because every show does that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, every commercials yeah. do that. Like, it's a un- But it seems, like I said, it's more of a, a straw that broke the camel's back because it's, it wasn't this show. Because this show did it. It's more like... Well, every show does it. When are we gonna get our fucking show? Like, when, like, why, why do we have to keep watching the whitewashing of, uh, of uh you know uh america we'll keep watching out the, the whitewashing of artistic vision and com- comedy over and over and over and that at least that was the feeling i got you know and like i said even when i heard brandy talking you know she's like oh she's getting more credit than she deserves people think it's funnier than it is it's like it's not actually about the show it's more like why the fuck are y'all giving her so much props No, no no but yeah. the
3: thing is is that like again it's like First of all, like I said, you know, HBO, I think, did it a disservice in the same way that it's kind of a double-edged sword. It got the public- publicity, but just watching it on its own, like, I'm hearing all these great things about it, and I want to see them. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see this, I, like, I'm hearing all this funny stuff, but I'm not seeing I'm not seeing it in the show. I'm just not finding the show funny, and that's why I'm just, I think I'm hanging on. I, mm-hmm. I think that's why right. I'm continuing to watch, because I'm hearing these great things. And so I'm just like where is this? What this has to be coming from somewhere? Where is this? Cuz
2: you know I, I can't I can't lie. I came to the table for the wrong reasons. Everybody's parents are is somebody famous. Like mm. the joke was that it should actually be called nepotism. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that was another that was another um that was another critique that uh S. Joseph had and she you know, she's like kind of um in that industry. So she was even like, Yeah, yeah. everybody has family in the business. Um, you know, then like I said, these are all things that I'm like, these are valid criticisms um, I think for, but it's more of an overall criticism for the industry and for HBO, right. maybe not and necessarily just- the show. Like, I would hate to see this I mean, show that suffer. Because from a that.
2: lot, some of the people are from Tiny Furniture that are in the movie, and some of them are genuinely her friends. Like the girl that's playing Charlie's new girlfriend is her best friend, right? And she's also the Manhattan Borough President's press secretary, uh, so right? she's doing this for kicks. Right? Like she's right casting now. friends.
4: What'd you say, Chris? He said he gave All right,
2: all right. And right. she <laughs> went to prep school, I think, with uh, mic, the person Chris. who plays Jessa. Yeah, yeah, Demi kirk who was it actually like a paid, like you can go to a gallery and buy her paintings artist on the side.
4: Man, and, like I feel like my experience is better for not knowing this shit. Like, like, it's kind of like people that, it's kind of like people that read, no, I'm not, I'm not mad, but it's kind of like people that read, uh, The Hunger Games and then go, I didn't like the movie. I'm like, yeah, cause no movie has ever been better than, than a, a book. book ever. Like, so like, uh-huh. the devil wears Prada. Um, yeah, uh, sure, Bird sure. Suicide,
1: ice Storm, but mm. you know,
4: those are all movies I would not go see. You know, so, so, um, I'm, I'm saying like, uh, no movie I've ever seen that real, you know, that good People that have good sense of humor and like action will see will ever be better than a book ever and that and because it's impossible like a book you spend so much fucking time with you fill in gaps with your brain as you
1: read yeah, you and, eight and eight you eight. create you your own reality.
2: Was games. Everybody was surprised that the little girl was black because in their head they had made her white. Right. Like, so like that's so
1: the author said she was brown in the book. Yeah, oh,
2: we
4: know. know yeah, people
1: yeah. bypass that. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's
2: so. so people
4: fill in their own blanks, right? And.
1: R I P.
4: So, I think if I would have known, like, well, everyone's family is in the business and, uh, mm-hmm. such and such is, you know, she holds this and she don't even really gotta have this acting job. They could have gave it to somebody else. I think I would have been, um, like more, like, inclined to dislike it. Or if, um, you know, uh, or just the fact that, um, maybe because I create something, and you know, Chris creates something, um, uh, Brandy you create something, uh Patrice you create something, Karen she's creating something. Like I feel like a strong independent streak in me where I hate to see people's creative visions change me to too. to uh, appease people um that really um have no stake in the matter. Like Mm-mm. um where it's just like I'm not a fan of you but you need to just write some blackness into this. And it's like, well, do I need Lena Dunham, who apparently doesn't even fucking think about race, to start writing these stereotypes of black people mm-hmm. into her show? Because I don't really want to see that. I would much rather see someone get a vehicle um from the ground up where a black person has created it or thought about it and have them uh, support it rather than, you know, defund or derail Lena's, uh, her, her vision or black up her vision to make other people feel better. Like, I, I kind of don't want to see that. And I, I, you know, the same way I wouldn't want to no. see Chris's comedy change because, uh, uh, you know what? This isn't white enough for us, Chris. Or you know, stop talking about romantic comedies. I need to see blah blah blah. Like, I don't want to see <laughs> Helen Heartaches. Uh, well, you need to start covering this reality show. And I don't give a fuck. At what you into? Like, yeah. no, nah, I right. want. I want you guys to everyone, including this this lady who I you know, hate all her characters, but love her show. Like, I I want everybody to be able to like ex- 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 describe their own experience. So, and I don't
3: yeah. I don't hold any like. Honestly, the nepotism issue doesn't matter to me. It's like, I, you know, you get ahead through connections and, I, you know, I've gotten jobs. So that didn't, that didn't bother me. Um, and I don't think that really changed anything. But I think the whole thing was a lot of the reason that it was coming off, like, in just overall coverage of that our people had a lot of issues outside the show is because HBO framed this as she's the fresh new voice of a generation. Mm-hmm. and right. So they pushed that on that and be like, oh, she's rep. We've all seen this. And that was one issue that kind of, you know, set people off. And then secondly.
4: Oh, wait, hold on. Before you move on from that. In the first episode. She kind of took that head on and really played on a, a great joke on it, and which I thought was kind of a joke about that, Was she is like high as shit. She's basically begging her parents for money, telling her I'm gonna need like a, I, I can get by on $1,100 a month if you just could, you know, like completely spoiled, self-entitled, completely, um, you know, only thinking about herself. Now,
2: Rod, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say in New York, $1,100 would just be making it. Oh, oh I'm not, yeah, I, I wasn't even trying <laughs> yeah. to
4: yeah i wasn't even trying to uh, it was it's just that you know her parents don't live in new york so her parents is like you know to her it's like it would be like you telling me that patrice like to me you're speaking french like i just 1100 a
3: month for two years (laughs) right
4: so right after after they've supported her for two years right so then in that that next line when they're reading her for like five page quote-unquote book she's like she's like but I'm the voice of a generation and I was like, Yes. I I like that you know that you really are to not be taking that seriously. Like I like that shit. Like I so to me it's like she took that that praise and turned and turned it towards the audience like, oh no, I know that's bullshit too. Like this is the voice of a generation of who? Of me. A generation of one one chick or one certain type of chick. This is obviously not speaking for everyone. This entire thing is a farce of you know being spoiled and entitled and this is what happens uh when that is unleashed upon the world so i i didn't feel like she believes that and if you know if that's what hbo is saying that's to me that's not what the show is saying but go, go ahead um brandy i'm sorry uh, no, no, i agree that i
3: think that was setting people off and i think also the thing out what independent of the criticism about the show itself was that People were being like, oh, it's so edgy, it's so fresh, and it's this. It's because there aren't a lot of women on TV. It's because they're not putting, you know, it's not that edgy, but it's a woman doing this, and we don't see this. It's a young woman doing this, Mm -hmm. and I think people were kind of being set off about that. Like, it's not that edgy, and they weren't like, like, people were having a, a lot of trouble separating criticisms of the television industry and the television culture versus the show and i have right. criticisms of both but i think that like i'm just not a fan of the show itself And it's just like yeah. i don't you know i didn't like oh.
2: seinfeld you know
6: mm. so. yeah that's that's uh, crazy it, it came
2: be- on the, it came on the tail of like a lot of female helm shows just in general on tv you had whitney the new girl the all the network shows so this was like something that's super with two broke girls There's something that was purposely like awkward right two broke girls is like a laugh track sitcom whitney is whatever whitney is like it, i think the point that she <laughs> i haven't seen whitney um, <laughs> I, I think it got so finished. what rob said about it being you know i'm the voice of my generation i think an interesting turn would be if next season they flipped it and it was from marnie's point of view or right. from shoshana's point of view mm-hmm. because this is going to get old really fast Yeah. Right. the narrow and the hannah
1: Right. What you bring up, Patrice, is something with uh, this BBC series called Kids Did Real... Not... Oh, my God. Skins. Skins. Yeah. Skins, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I've seen and you case
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, that was a great series. But a lot of... I think a lot of the backlash... I'll say this. A lot of the backlash came from why do I have a playwriting degree from NYU and I am work at Starbucks and this girl is, is, you know, doing... Lena Dunham's doing her thing. Or whatever, like that, and I'm I still work at Starbucks. Right. Another, another issue is like. Well, it, hold on before you move that, on from that point. I mean, it kind of reminds
4: me of Eminem too. How some people to this day, uh, won't give Eminem like that much credit because he got so much credit. Where it's like, you know, fuck that guy. I'm not like what what has happened to him that has made it harder than for uh black rappers and stuff like that and what about the extra credit he gets and the extra attention he gets for being white and for being and, and I think that is coming too where there's a little bit of backlash where it's like well yeah she's a young woman and she got her own show uh what the fucking do die uh there's a lot of young women that deserve their own show they just ain't getting them so why should i hop on board with this one chick cuz she was able to pull it off but go ahead chris and, and-
1: and I'll say, like, as far as the nepotism goes, that happens with everywhere in any field. And like Allison Williams, Allison Williams, like she did a web series with my one of my comedy buddies, Sean O'Connor, like three or four years ago where she mm-hmm. was, you know, plugging around, doing stuff for free. I remember I commented on one of Sean's posts, was like a video. And uh, I was like, oh, Sean, you should have went with this girl. And Allison Williams responded. She's like, oh, word. She's like, oh, for real? Like, you just going to diss my character? You know, like, something like that. You know, like, she's just... Plugging away like everybody right. else. Her dad happens to be on TV. She's still got to make a name for herself. So. Yeah, look you know at them. Look exactly. at, uh. They,
7: they've mm-hmm. all worked
1: hard. Like Zosia,
2: who yeah. plays, uh, Marnie. She's done other films as well, and she's actually a pretty right. good actress.
4: Yeah, and yeah. look at, uh, uh, look at Emilio Estevez, man. That dude ran away from nepotism, and it never worked out. <laughs> like, no, man. You better accept that shit.
1: Yeah. Um. So was like, you could, yeah, you go ahead. Take what you. And to get on and then and you got to prove yourself and, that, I, that, that I, that I, me and i'm a creative i'm a creative person i've been i haven't i'm in debt for having an mfa in theater like and you know i work a nine to five i don't I can, i'm not looking at fuck these girls and you know, right. whatever
4: but i do i also do think um i do think the show is edgy though like i think randy said that she didn't find it edgy i do find the show to be edgy. I find, um,
5: I, from from what I've seen, I find it to be edgy. I find it kind of to be dark because a lot very. of a lot of sitcoms, all jokes aside, with white females. They try to paint them in a very pretty light. They almost paint yeah. them, I don't want to say virgin light, but almost like they're the best creatures ever. And, and I'm not trying to be mean or insulting, but right. a lot of it is presented to you in that manner. Like they can do no wrong almost. Not all the time, but a lot of them are like this. Yeah. And for this one, it's dark. Not only is it dark, they wear, like, like they were talking about hand me downs, you know, all the women turn out ain't shit, you know. It's well, like- most
4: men, and plus, <laughs> like, most men write the women characters in comedy, so you almost only have, like, the angel and the bitch.
5: Yeah, and, you, you, know what and I mean? you get nothing in between, and, and and this is more of a reality. And from, from what I've seen, some of the things and some of the stuff that they were talking about, I could relate to. And I was like, okay, yes, that happens to me. That happens to me. Okay, now that shit's funny. Okay, now that's funny, too. And also, I think, too, um, from a female's perspective, which we rarely get, because like you said, most shit written for women is written from a man's perspective and most stuff written for black people is written from a white perspective and so I think that it's one of those things like me and Roger was talking about how when you get like a black show everybody flocks to it because they go well this is our only chance Mm and if if it doesn't get done right we might not never get another (laughs) chance again and so it's almost like if this fails we might not ever get another young woman on HBO to have her own show from her perspective and I kind of agree with Roger I think at, at and, and not, and not talking about you, uh, particular, Brandy, but I do think a lot of the backlash is not from the critique of the show itself. It's from the critique of people being angry that they feel like there are other people out there that will never get the light of day that's the issue that people have and I, I personally think that a lot of people don't take creativity seriously I think uh, comedians uh, are, are artists I think um, rappers are artists, People are, I think it's an artist which means they came out with something out of their mind, put it together and are, are presented it to you and a lot of people spit on that and they go "But like, well, well, I, I take, can do that too take it when once, it's
4: not that easy. I'll take it one step that- further karen i don't think it's just rappers or creativity it is comedy like that's yeah. one of the problems i have with this too is you know um people are basically saying well because it's a comedy just change it
5: and it's not that you know what i mean because
4: but because you wouldn't do this with you know more serious shows necessarily no. or you wouldn't see this done in other industries where it's just like well just just change that shit and this yeah. like the the flipping like how flippant people are about the fact that you know this person did well wh- wh- no matter how young they are they did work to get this shit done yes. they did work to get oh, to yeah. this point so it's kind of weird to just be like yeah um i don't give a fuck about how you just you know worked your way to get whatever the fuck you got um where are the black people at let's uh just redo this and, yeah. and uh and, and you you just write some black people i know you don't you probably don't really know many you probably don't have any idea what their struggles like you probably don't have any realistic dialogue involving them but um Black it up, and, uh, and I'll come and, back and, and check and it out and, later.
5: And to me, and to me that's... Well, Karen, con- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sweetie.
1: No, Karen, you brought up a great point, because you, you mentioned that I see this in this character. Oh, I relate to that. And that's a point that, that a lot of people are missing, what you just said. And I feel like the more the more uh, uh, myopic you things can be, the more you make things like so specific, the more... Universal, it can become. Right. Like, it's like I'll take like me watching a foreign film or like somebody like an Arabic family. And I was like, I, how can I relate to that? They don't even speak the same thing that that I still speak the same language. And then I look at this, I'm like, this this guy is like me. This guy is like my dad. Mm-hmm. And you realize that this the, you're not really that different. No. Yeah.
5: And, and 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 you're not at all. And I also. I think too, and this is a discussion that me and Roderick had. Also, I think too that for a lot of people, they feel as though me and Rod, i put it like this: a lot of people that watch HBO and that watch a lot of the large network are predominantly white, and people don't want to accept the reality that a lot of stuff is written for that audience. And there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but also there are black people, there are Hispanic people, Latino people, and there are white people that that want to know more about the culture. But a lot of times yeah. we've never getting a chance. We're we just bypassed. We don't want to, and a lot of those white people don't want to see majority of black people. Yeah, and people don't right. want to accept the reality of that.
4: Like HBO stuck with the wire because hbo is just that type of place yes like people because people yeah. just be like well just you know black make some more black shit i'm like no. i don't i don't really think people are gonna just keep flocking the shit that's black and i don't think that people are gonna keep supporting shit that's losing money uh just to right. be like we got integrity like that's nobody's in that business you know hey, hey, right <laughs> all and right people are
1: missing the, the the point of they're trying to sell this show they're trying to they're trying to sell stuff and I think this show is more like Louie than it is Sex in the City. Right. Like it's a little more like, like curb and it it has a little edge to it, it has a little bite, and you see these people that are flawed and that's that's attractive to me. I don't wanna see candy canes and kittens all the time. Yes, yeah. and these so flawless people.
4: Manolo Hills and- From the yeah.
3: From okay, so from the the perspective of you know the the whole casting issue, like I I had a a show I did last year um, about the Supreme Court, it was a comedy, but I think that you know I wanted diversity. I was a producer and I wrote it. And I just said, look, I have I would like people of color in these roles. It's not necessary, but mm-hmm. I would like them. This is a universal experience about what's going on in this. But you know, so I mean, that's one of those things that I think Judd Apatow, being the executive, and he did write some of these episodes, mm-hmm. should yeah. have known that. There was going to be a casting issue with just in general people like just black people. Black people drink coffee, Hmm, maybe you know like just people of color being present, not necessarily being integral parts of the show. But that aside, I think talking about comedy and stuff like that, where I don't, you know, I I don't like the show, and I'm not jealous. And I, I mean, there. Who knows who could have been better? Who knows who I think could be funny like on writing sketches? What right? about the person yeah. that wrote
4: Awkward Black yeah. Girl? But, well, Issa Rae. Right, yeah. but I mean, you know You know I no, I'm asking I'm what, asking you don't think yeah. she could you don't think she could be better at this point she hasn't done enough work to deserve her she, own vehicle? Like no,
3: no no no. She but I'm familiar with what she's doing. Right. She's met with these people and she's doing what she wants to do. She has the creative control that she wants to do what she wants to do. And so I know her like story on that aspect from that aspect and i don't i think the problem is is that i just honestly don't find it funny in in the same way that you know some people don't find certain comedians funny but i know that she worked she went hard and i know that people are liking it's resonating with certain people
4: and yeah, he, he yeah, knows. we, we kind of yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, we kind of stopped talking about, uh, like, wh- I'm not even trying to change your mind. I'm not mm-hmm. even considering, I'm not even considering you because, like, you already yeah. said you just don't find it funny. So, like, to me, none of the points that we're making are even about you. It's like not. I don't right. think, I don't think mm-hmm. you're jealous. I don't think you've, like, I don't feel like you're any of this stuff. Like, right. if you, if you don't find I it don't funny, there's funny. nothing that can, um, there's nothing I, mean, I can I'm say to you.
3: You know, I'm, I'm hanging on because I wonder, though, if this is her humor or her comedy writing. Mm. Like, I have my theory about Lena Dunham is that she has a hard time satirizing herself strongly mm. as opposed to other people, which is something that, like, a lot of people have a hard time doing. Mm. And I think she's a talented writer because she wrote those other people. Right. And they're funny. And so I'm just wondering, you know, where is this? I hope she's not peaking. It's kind of like one of those things. Like, mm. I wonder where she's going comedically. I want to see, you know, where are we in her growth? Like,
4: yeah, I don't, I don't know if she'll, she'll be better than now, but I just want to say for a record, I find her funny now. Like, I find Hannah funny. I, I, like, the shit that she, her dumbass responses to shit is constantly funny to me. Like, and, like and, yeah, you would be that fucking stupid. Like, when she went to go see her, uh, if. Uh, to tell her uh, old boyfriend and see if he had given her h p v and she basically ended up getting completely sunned and finding out that she one she 'd probably been lied to uh, well she had definitely been lied to by adam uh he was gay this whole time he thought she she she, <laughs> she, she had no idea because she's so fucking um self absorbed and like shit like that what, to me is clearly her her being funny about her like like you- this is how fucking dumb I am.
1: And you see, like they they show him then that flashback when uh, Charlie meets Marnie. Yes, and, and like he's like, "Oh, you're bangs, you're perfect." You're right?
4: He's so like and he and was so like, gay
1: in college; it didn't even make sense. I like didn't, <laughs> didn't know Hannah. Like, what, what God, See, to me, like I think it's it's funny, but like what's interesting to me more so than anything is just the character, like the yeah. characters, the character being revealed. I don't, I'm not looking at this show to say, oh my god, it's, I laughed a few times while watching the show, but the characters interest me, and I think she's, she's building to a point of something. I think you can't watch that last episode and not think that there's some evolution. But when you look at Adam, like, this guy's an asshole, he treats her like shit, and then, whoa, well, Lena, well, Hannah's kind of, yeah, she's an asshole that treats him like like shit.
3: Yeah. by the way judd apatow co-wrote that uh michigan one too i'm, I'm yeah. not yeah. sure which ones he
4: co-wrote on yeah that's a good one too man i like that episode yeah. oh all right man so um let me uh also get back to uh something else i want to talk about um but uh i'll just end it here and say um i think the real solution to all this shit is they gotta hbo gotta talk to some black people man mm-hmm. like we need black vehicles, dog, or yes, and, and or vehicles of other ethnicities and other points of view than just white. Like it's not about changing Lena Dunham shit. Nope. It's about why the fuck can't somebody else How get about- a chance to tell their shit? And like, um, I found it really telling or at least interesting what, uh Brandy said, "Well, um, the 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 lady who made awkward black girl might not want to or doesn't want to do stuff because she wants to keep her creative control." And I'm like, right, that's no, kind of fuck agent.
1: Well, not well, just. She's doing what
4: she wants her, to do. Her, yeah, yeah, but I mean, but, but, e- but the idea yeah. of, but le- just the idea of creative control yeah. being lost yes. when you're black. Like, well, I want to mm-hmm. go do this thing. Well, you know, if you want to go do that thing, you're not going to have as much control. Yeah, and they and
5: water your shit down. As
4: opposed to, so you much. know, where, where, with Lena Dunham, we kind of feel like, well, she's getting to do whatever she wants to do. And I, I think that's a feeling that that is that is based in reality. Like we we know that you know it's like uh it's like uh the five heartbeats. How come the crossover crossover don't never cross over to us? Like I feel like that's a real thing in black our black experience in um you know the entertainment industry is like yeah you can blow up, but at some point the suit's coming out the office and he's gonna say Dave Chappelle, you need to change
5: this shit.
3: I think that just really quickly another thing is. Is that, and this is about just these, like, you know, like Whitney and the type of shows that are written from the perspective of you have the comedian or the comic talent and then it's about their life. Mm-hmm. I want to see more people, I want to see more people of color diversity writing about things like Beak. Like mm-hmm. things where it's just like, I just want to see more of the people being able to do like, my style of writing is, you know, I, has nothing to do with really my life and I want to see more people who are just writing these shows like Mad Men, where they're not in an ad agency, or just all kinds of stuff like that. And I'm kind of sick of these biographical comedies. You know, mm-hmm. like I want to see more comedic diversity in general, and in, in terms of like the types of comedies we're seeing.
4: I understand. I I, I get it, man. Well, uh, well, all right. I think, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, okay. Chris. I,
1: I just want to say this. Like, I think the creative vision that that shifts, that happens to black or white, it's obviously going to work. Going to be the the. Cars are, the deck stacks against black people when they, when they get in those rooms. But there's also other, you, there's a movie called the TV set that came out about five or six years ago about a guy trying to get on a, get a TV pilot on and his struggles with that. All of those people are white. And it's just, it's just hard anyway. Yeah. Like people, it's not about, it's not about how talented you are as a writer. That, that helps. But it's like, can you sell soap? To these people in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, this will people will housewives who watch this show, can we sell this detergent? Right. It ain't it's art when art meets commerce, it always gets murky. Yeah. And sometimes you get lucky. But Lena Dunham had to change some shit too.
4: Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying the idea of losing that creative control if you're black is that shit's real though. Like I'm, I think it's more, I think it's more real for Black people than other shit. Just look at TV and you go, yeah, obviously we ain't getting too much of our own shit unless you Tyler Perry and you know proved you can make it without white people. Ain't nobody coming to the doorstep and letting you do what you want to do for the most part. Not
1: to be devil's advocate, oh, don't you mean, don't you
4: mean, don't you mean white devil's advocate?
1: Not to be, yeah, okay, well, not to be a house nigga about it, but every. It's realer in everything. Right. right. Why right. is this any different? So that like I don't I don't want to be. Well, it's so not. It's not that. It, it, well, well, hold on, Chris. It's not that this is so
4: much different. it's that this is what we're talking about right now? I just I, know I just that. want TV yeah. to
3: be post-racial, uh, like America currently is. Right. We have a and, black president. Uh, so we just need a <laughs> black network president.
4: Why are we, we even we'll discussing calling? this? We'll <laughs> we should have no. moved on already. Um all right man, let's um I don't know if you guys even watch this show. Um I think Patrice might. Um does anybody here watch uh Game of Thrones? Hey,
3: can I just quickly uh, I gotta get off the call. Oh I, yeah, no I, problem. I don't really watch it, but thanks a lot for Thank having you. me and uh Patrice and Chris. Uh yeah, nice. Meeting
4: you, thank yeah. you for being on, Brandy. I know you, it was kind of short notice, but I appreciate you discussing this with us. Thank no, I'm, you. I, I'm
3: glad to be a guest finally on the show. So, yeah, uh, no take problem. care, guys. It was a good
4: chat. Have a good one, Brandy. All right, later, later. All right, man. So, we lost Brandy, she's gone now. Um, but uh, all right, so, yeah, Patrice, are you Patrice there? She's been quiet for a while. I don't know if you might have lost Patrice. I, said they would lose uh, I don't know i'll I'll hit her up on the message but um yeah so uh I, i've been watching game of thrones dog and um game of thrones is good as shit dog i like I, I don't know if people been uh have other people been watching this or or what but i don't know this guy messing up okay let me uh Sorry, guys, Skype messed up. I gotta call everybody back.
7: <laughs> I, I thought that's what
4: dude. happened. I was like, Hello? whoa, Everybody. Yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, about, about that, guys. Skype, Skype, here. Skype got, cut off on yeah, me. Yeah, Skype just disappeared. But, um, it, so has anybody been watching Game, Game of Thrones?
2: Thrones? I have been.
1: Okay. I don't. I've never seen it.
4: Yeah, Chris gonna get. I've a, seen bits and pieces. Chris gonna get. See, this is why I call you the wrong comedian. You're gonna get HBO for, like, girls and Veep and skip over all the killing and violence well, and, and nudity. Was,
1: Ooh. So I uh, HBO. I just got HBO. I just paid off my truck, so that's why I got HBO. Okay, well, <laughs> you need to uh, well, doing a marathon this weekend, so yeah. you, you need to get, a, on it. get up on your
4: HBO on demand and truck your ass back through them uh, them episodes, dog. Um, so uh, all right, this latest episode of uh, them Thrones, oh, war finally came, and <laughs> it was epic. It was so good. I
2: only hung out with one story for the entire episode. Right.
4: I didn't have to I hear about not them. Confused.
2: Dra- I <laughs> didn't have to hear about
4: them damn dragons for trees.
2: You know, give <laughs> the bitch back her dragon
4: right. Give them back. Dragon still got on diapers. It's been two seasons. i Like I don't think anything is gonna happen with Look. them dragons for a while. The Move on.
2: Breastfeed. Okay, I think you should just hurt.
4: <laughs> right. damn dragons. Yeah. <laughs> um. So all right. So I watched this latest episode, man, and it has everything that I love about the show. um And the first thing is um the imp uh Tyrion Lannister
2: yeah
4: he's the best his man his his imp hand is strong dog yes it is he he was he was coaching the hell out that war dog he he was coaching he was out there like Phil Jackson or something man he sent um a ship out into the water and blew up like half of the navy And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? And, and, and I was thinking like, okay, well, they don't want the war, but apparently, uh, Stannis Baratheon, the, uh, the guy who's coming to take over King's Landing, um, that dude went ham. I thought he was going to win the war by himself. And he was like, he 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 was the
2: only one that was putting his back into it, everybody else was just kind (laughs) of chilling. Right.
4: And you you know what a quick aside, you know what I was wondering for Trees when I saw them taking the castle? Um who does the measuring for the ladders to climb the walls of the castle? Thank
2: you. Why can't we make the ladders wider? Why do we have to be in the middle of this rickety tall ass ladder? it been dropping big rocks on motherfuckers.
4: <laughs> how did they know how I tall? <laughs> how did they know how tall it was? They in should the have apartment? had a longer they meeting. Need
2: somebody out ahead of time, you need to go to Home Depot. We, we <laughs> and measure the
4: wall. Right. Was, you just see some random dude, like they should have cut to like six weeks ago. and some random dude just standing up against the wall with like a, a with a, one of those uh tape measures
2: You know,
4: just walking on a- <laughs> right uh, can i help you sir
2: no it's just I'm checking it
4: out I'm what good. would you say this is about uh 15 17 feet um uh-huh. so i thought that was, was funny how everything was perfectly measured up but um man the brutality these dudes went through man like there was a part where a guy was talking to someone and they had made it to the wall and they were like yeah man let's uh, go ahead get ready to climb this wall and someone dropped a stone on his head and his head popped like a fucking cherry
2: it was amazing
4: <laughs> some some dude, some dude got split in half uh, I think I think Brick killed a man with a trident like, <laughs> when we cut away and the imp just took
2: that man's leg off from behind oh,
4: with a little baby axe
2: Oh. You know? I was like, I was like, go, on, get your, get you some, man. He went down there, like. He wasn't even trying to stretch up and hit you in your body. I got your leg. Bye.
4: <laughs> this is tall Bye. enough for me. Yes. Like this dude was about as tall as your waist and just straight up, uh, delegitated that man. Um, the other thing I thought was, uh, really cool was, um, <laughs> delegitated. We, we got, we got into, we got, we got a lot of, uh, insight with, uh, Cersei the the queen.
2: Oh, yes. Cersei, I want to drink with her.
4: Oh! She need to be on girls. Can she be somebody's mama?
2: <laughs> I need her to be
4: somebody's mama. Take them to a bar and undress each of those shallow women. Like, that needs to happen.
2: You're in a room together talking about we ain't here together so at least if we get raped, they do it all at once.
4: <laughs> right. Just whatever. She she, Damn. she pulls Sansa to the side like, yeah, they definitely raping you. Like, hmm, yeah. that's that's when a foregone look,
2: look at a 14 year old and go, girl drink on up there's about to be some raping in here you might as well get a drink in, <laughs> in between <laughs> might as well feel
4: good doing the raping she was you dropping
2: drink
4: she was dropping knowledge and was trying was trying to be all innocent and uh whatnot and i, I actually think she's a really well-written character because she um she's she way is. more way more cunning than uh i think she's given credit for on that show but when she um was like, but you invited all of them here. And she was like, because I'm expected to. I'm like, <laughs> I, I just wanted to come people out. Go
2: home and tell people how I'm benevolent and shit. Right. Yeah.
4: I wanted to come out of the corner of the room and just like tap her on the shoulder and be like, they can hear you. you. You, they right <laughs> yeah. here. You talking about everybody. And they, yes, they over right. there she oh like she's so good man and like i thought that cersei was gonna find out that uh terry and lannister's uh girlfriend was up in that house i waiting
2: for that to happen i'm on the edge
4: for her i'm on the edge for her she started she started asking them questions and she was holding that wine and she started eyeing her down i was like uh (laughs) uh-oh This is not going to end well so, for you. Like, someone's about you know, to get killed. Uh-oh. On that
2: show, anytime somebody asks, Where are you from? Oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's the
4: question. This
0: is about to happen to you?
4: Yeah, Cersei has had some lines this season, man. I'd like, the thing that's funny about her is she continues to take L's to her uh, brother, Tyrion, because she's nowhere yeah. near as smart as him. But anyone else. She is so badass. She will cut your throat, dog. She, she, when she, um, yanked up, um, the little finger or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and, and he was, and he was like talking to her. And he's like, and she had a, like an accompaniment of, uh, four guards. And he was like, uh, telling her, like, well, you know, uh, knowledge is power. And she told the guards, she was like, seize him. They yanked him up off his feet. <laughs> she was like, cut his throat. And they was getting ready to cut his throat. And she was like, put him down. Turn turn around. And then she turned around and said, Power is power. I said, God damn!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I want to run around the living room, man. I, yeah, I want to drink with her. She's I want to drink with her. She's the best, Just man. By the
2: way she held that glass, she had given up every 13th century fucking her body. She did not care.
0: the oh, party yes. was over. She had no fucks, no fucks. to give. None fucks. <laughs> oh,
4: I love... Oh, and then... Um. Did she pull this G move in the middle of a war? She was like, "Go get my boy!"
0: Go. Exactly. She
2: got the baby, like, the nightshade, and she was. About, it was about to go down. You ain't gonna take us alive. <laughs> her 'cause
4: because her evilness is like responsible for King Joffrey, the most like evil person on that Lord, show.
2: I can't with him.
4: I, he's the worst he is the worst and like her evil is responsible for him getting all this power and not being prepared for it and being a spoiled little brat
2: so like that's my problem with him is he's not prepared for any of this like what what are we giving this to him for
4: yes and she like she just wanted to seize power for her family name and mm-hmm. there was no more thought put into it than that it was just I, I'm taking this power I need a dude because apparently you can't rule anything in that land without balls so i'm gonna need a dude and uh joffrey's just gonna have to fit and uh he's not suited but i thought it was really uh funny when she basically called for him from the battlefield to be put into his chambers and
2: the street lights came on and it was
4: time to come home for (laughs) more she sent Lancel out there and lasso was like uh the, the queen has called for uh king joffrey to return and um
2: Tyrion. And he knew what time it was. He's like, "Is it important?" Yeah, in the middle of the war,
4: what could be important? Like, Tyrion looked at him and was like, "It's a war, dog. Calm down." And 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 Joffrey turned around. and was like, "What? What did she say? What she wanted? Was it? I mean, I, cause I could go. I mean, I can just y'all. Y'all got this, Thank right?" You
2: no, know, my, my mama has said. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he, look, he looked at the dudes like like y'all got this war for me, right? I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm gonna
5: take a How break. You to right, right, walk step. off and leave in the middle of a war.
2: That's when people just started quitting. Dog, the most loyal mother, he was slicing people open and extracting their guts at a moment's notice. Oh. He called for a drink and said, "Fuck the king." Yo, this <laughs> dude.
4: Let me tell you about Dog, man. Cause Out loud. Dog got like uh, Dog got fucked up because he got uh, like all that shit on his body is all fucked up from like when he got burned and Somebody shit.
2: Somebody burned him, and his head, his head stay wet. It stays it's slippery.
4: Like, I don't know what they, well, that, they what they must like wet. they burn them with something and then put like uh uh Al Al Sharpton's perm juice on it or something. Yes. Like, it's, just, it's slick. And like, you're greasy. You gotta put plastic you on your furniture.
2: Like ye old the S curls somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put in his head with.
4: you gotta put that plastic on your furniture if dog coming through, man. So I can't sit on
2: my good couch, no. <laughs> Son no, I don't
5: blame so you. So
4: like dog was fighting, right? And he was kicking everybody's ass, you know, typical dog style. And my man brian who had got into it with dog earlier, uh Shot a uh, arrow and saved his life And then dog looked and saw some dude on fire And was like <laughs> so was like I've done this before Peace
5: I am out
2: <laughs> I didn't even consider that It was the fire that dog was like yo Cause I, That shit slowed I down the two, But they fucking with flames again. <laughs> I, I can't be
4: cast no fire I knew he was worried about that fire Because <laughs> for, before he even went out He turned to the dude on his team I was like, one of them fucking flaming arrows come near me. I'm going to come back and kill you and strangle you with your intestines. I was like, man, he seems pretty uptight about that. And uh when Bron saved his life and with, with that fire arrow, he was like, man,
5: the fuck? Peace. I am out. I Party quit. is over. That nigga quit no, war.
2: Not
5: today. <laughs> I fight with y'all next week. He quit war, dog.
0: He was he, he, said he got mad that someone gave him water. What?
4: He he quit war like how a uh, uh, a person quits McDonald's and shit. Now, fuck
0: <laughs> this.
6: He
5: give me, ma- give me my mate. Give me my paycheck.
4: I ain't returning my uniform. The fuck only thi- the only thing he needed was like a Wendy's apron and a hat to throw on
5: the ground and <laughs> he, <laughs> to make it official. And be like I'm coming back
2: in the break room and everything afterwards.
5: He's like I'm coming back for my last uh, check. Did he, did he throw his axe down like a spatula?
4: Fuck this. I'm out. Man, he quit. He said they was like. <laughs> they was like how you just gonna quit he said fuck this war they said what about the king He said, fuck the king was he, <laughs> he was out dog I, oh god that was so good man and then he went and chilled in sansa's room because apparently that's like his hangout spot that's like the second time he's been up in there uh I, on the lo- know,
2: i don't remember the book quite so well anymore but i think he knows he knows that the the sister the other one is still alive Mm. Like he's, he's work, and he knows that her kingdom is a bit stronger, so he has to lay it down where it's gonna go properly.
4: Yeah, that's true. And they don't really fight with flames up there in the north, so maybe nope. he, he, he like I could to, do
2: a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> <laughs> <their voice
4: forever. laughs> like, I could do good up here. I'm <laughs> mm, <I am> great. <laughs> how, how hot does it get? Negative thirty? Mm, that's perfect. <laughs>
2: that's um, perfect. Sansa's mama's rolling with that big tall
0: woman that's just killing everybody.
4: Oh <laughs> so. man. Yeah. I don't she's the best. Um uh, and then okay, so also with, uh Sansa, another thing I noticed. Um, did y'all? Do you notice how she is giving that passive aggressive venom to um, Joffrey all yeah. at all times? Cause,
6: mm-hmm. cause
4: Joffrey's like, I'm, I'm a. I've named my sword, and I've called it Heart Eater. And I was like, okay, lame. Oh, That's lame.
2: Okay, bro. Uh, let's see, <laughs> see how many
4: hearts he eats. And he's yeah. talking all this shit. And so, um, she was like, uh, he was like, and then I'm gonna slay uh, uh, Stannis. And she was like, will you slay him yourself? And he's like. What? Well, uh, I don't. I don't discuss war. To
0: me. Right?
4: <laughs> if he's laying down and I just happen to be walking by, um, uh, yes, I'm gonna get a kick in. I'm gonna get a kick in. Don't you <laughs> worry. She
2: basically called him a sissy to his face. Right. She called him a little bitch to his face because he was oh. like,
4: he was like, I don't discuss, uh you know, tactics of war with a woman. And then she was like, oh, you're right. How silly of me. Of course you'll kill him yourself.
6: <laughs>
4: <sissy. Yeah. laughs> because you're not a bitch, right? Yeah, you you wouldn't be you wouldn't be that, huh? You're yes, not a punk.
5: Be, be gone! I have a dick bigger than yours. Get out of my face, sir. Yeah,
4: man. Oh, she is good, <laughs> man. I, I like me some Sansa, man. Every time somebody gets to try to get her to crack, she'd be like, "I love King Joffrey. He's, I, he's the best." Right? She's trying to
2: stay alive. <laughs> you heard about Anne Boleyn? No, they don't. The <laughs> out
4: here. She's like, I'm not downgrading to uh, Wiz Khalifa. I'm just gonna stick here <laughs> no. stick this ah! out
2: Today. And parents wall,
4: This is all she got. <laughs> <Right>. After this, <laughs> yeah. I'm on the street. I'm a coming girl. Oh you know? man, I thought that was good. And then, um, I I, I got to go back to Stannis, dog. Stannis was he was like LeBron James in the NBA. What he just did, it's like he just took a sword and said, "Fuck it, I'll do it myself." Because he, he was the first one off them boats. <laughs> he was the first dude over the wall they had to literally they were losing and they had to pull this motherfucker off people he was like we can still do it <laughs> i breathe <laughs> it was like, it was like, we, it's like it's like dog we it's too many of them man we losing no i got this man I, I thought that was uh really epic man and i didn't realize apparently i must have missed it in the translation but he didn't bring that red witch lady no. Yeah, like I, I did not I missed it. Apparently, uh I guess uh the pirate dude that's like his boy called him out and was like, Yo man, you can't be um if you bring if you win this war with this witch, you're not gonna get enough props and uh you're gonna be the dude that needed a crutch. So he was like, Alright, you're right, dog, let me just go ahead and not do that. So apparently, um that motherfucker um, you know, he. He didn't bring her, and I was like, dog, you could have used that pussy poltergeist, dude. <laughs> you know, she got a
0: good
4: last time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, she won the last one in like 10 minutes, dog. I'm not sure that you don't, I'm not sure you don't want to bring her, dog. Joffrey would be dead right now, man. So I, I wasn't too, uh, yeah, I, I was, it was kind of messed up that they lost. And then, um, there was one more thing I was thinking about with the show. Let's see. Um, oh, and then Tyrion almost got his fucking face cut off. I couldn't deal with that. That was too much for me. Oh i was like, and I seen that sword coming, and for some reason, in my mind, I was like, oh, he could, he could figure a way out of this. Nah, nah, six, six, eight dude with a sword, pretty hard to come out of that unscathed. Dog. Oh yeah, the
2: sword was taller than him. Yeah, <laughs>
4: like, I don't think them uh, th- that mince the table and all them strategy books. I don't think any of that shit helps. Nope. When a big ass dude is swinging a sword at you, um, I want to see what's gonna happen next episode though. And I it's hope they season,
2: keep... Season finale, yeah.
4: I Hopefully they keep following the story, because I want to see what Big Daddy Lannister is going to think well, about the, 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 the King's Landing.
2: They've been pretty true to the book, and the things that they've added have been so random. Like um, Joffrey with that club with the two girls? Yeah. That's not in the book. They've That's what
4: I things. heard. That's what I heard, man. I, I heard that... They've uh, in
2: the most ridiculous things.
4: Yeah, and and that does make him way more evil than uh, I would think, because that scene I was like, oh Jesus.
2: (laughs) When she first (laughs) held that up, I did not realize that she was going to be hitting the other girl with it yes like, what's gonna happen. and I like, oh no right
4: I was like that won't fit <laughs> I,
2: was like, I, I was like
5: where's that supposed
4: to go <laughs> I was looking at that shit like you know when you're a kid and they give you those shape puzzles I was like yeah. those two things don't belong
5: a That's circle and nice. a square <laughs>
4: so i thought that was but i want to see what um you know granddaddy uh lannister does up in there because Mm -hmm. he is a fucking like he is a no nonsense dude he's very sharp i don't think it's gonna take him any time to figure out the disarray that king's landing is in and um i I think he's really gonna be up in there like wait a minute you bitched out and ran from the war and hid in your room you was y'all was in here about to kill y'all selves? Like, what the fuck is going on?
2: <laughs> Literally dropped the poison on the floor the moment the door opened. Had yes. already popped the cap. Right. I, oh, and then what do if you he think? Had stopped to pee. That baby would have been
4: dead. <laughs> 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 right. If he would have took the long route, <laughs>
2: everybody dead. You know, thank God he knew the lay of the castle because people <laughs> would have been
4: dead. And what what do you think is going to happen with um, Jamie Lannister, the uh, the knight? And because uh, he he got a foul mouth too, man. That dude be talking. I have never seen a dude talk more shit in handcuffs.
2: <laughs> awesome,
4: to <laughs> he, he, he thought he was gonna die, man. He, he looked at, he looked at um at uh, uh the uh, lady Stark and was dropping Ethan on, on her dead husband. <laughs> I was like, your husband wasn't shit anyway, cheating ass. I know you got that bastard. You no, know, somebody like you couldn't love a bastard. So, as soon as he brought him back, you probably didn't even take care of that baby. And hey, you kind of call him more righteous than me. You gonna question my honor? I was like, what? kill him. And look she, man, when you beg
2: your sister, you live free. You can do whatever you want after
6: that. <laughs> Oh he shit, I no, dropped the fucking he he no <laughs>
2: but,
4: Oh, God. Uh, he
5: he did he disconnected us, y'all. Yeah, I disconnected the sound for a second I laughed so
4: hard. God damn yeah he
2: yeah. Lannister dropped the mic before
0: there was electricity like
4: <laughs> yeah that yeah that sister fucking must be freeing him dog he how about when he killed that that dude that looked up to him? <laughs> you know you
2: shouldn't look sideways you shouldn't look up oh
4: was, dude was like yes i was your squire when i was only 12 he's like oh i remember that day I mean, you was a good yeah you know, you're a good kid why don't you come over here and say that real quick he's -hmm. he's like how do i get out of here what's the plan well for this to happen the plan is you got to die wham i was like this dude is is evil as hell man i like that dude i hope he doesn't die too quick because um i I like his evilness and uh it needs to be around unlike joffrey who i i need to die as soon as possible i hate that kid i
2: do want to get back to um to to um what's her name shazam when they're looking for the dragons
4: um, oh, oh! You talking? Uh, I know you talking. About. Hold on, uh, da- da- Daenerys. Daenerys, it's yeah. i just walking
2: around. Yes. The yeah, Yo, that big
4: black man, whatever I knew, I knew that. I knew that. Uh, I call him Fat Hakeem Olajuwon.
0: <laughs> I, I knew he. I knew he was dirty. I,
4: yeah, I, I knew he was dirty. When I saw, it, I was like, Yo, man, this brother is way too uh, docile in this yeah. role like he got he got something up his sleeve he he his after them dragons
2: were too fine he was wearing a steve harvey suit of that era <laughs> <laughs> i didn't trust him did,
5: did he have a fake hairline too <laughs> yeah he had that he had that golden
4: embroidered steve harvey six harvey. button suit <laughs>
2: that N- that N- that N- i didn't trust him no. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah i didn't trust him either dog i yeah i, I didn't trust him at all um and then um uh, also i want to get back to Arya, man because like yeah. aria is smart as shit uh, And I couldn't believe she navigated. Like, every scene that she was waiting those tables, I felt like uh, when I used to work at IHOP, like, it was that dangerous.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Like, anything could go wrong.
4: Like, it's like working the night shift at Waffle House up in there all the time.
5: Hope I I make it out of here live.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But I want to see what happened with her. Her and that dude that will kill anybody for her. Uh, if she just says the name, like, I, I like, I like that relationship and what's going on there. Uh, and also, we got to get back to the virgin. Jon Snow wet behind oh, the ears God, smelling God. like Similac. <laughs> 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 we got to get it's back to just ju- a comedy of errors. God damn. Did he fuck up all oh, because he wouldn't kill that chick? Why you about to be dead out there? He a hostage and shit now. And she taunting him like you should have fucked me when you had a chance. Oh, well, virgin. She's <laughs> done and just kicking him and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like she's wrong. I know he like I should have hit that. She right. That's what hurt the most when he realized he should have hit it. It's like I could have at least got some sex before I died. So yeah, would have been the very least. Oh man. All right. Well, I'm not doing any random thoughts, guys. We talked about TV for so long. um I'm gonna go right into guess the race. um And this is new. Uh, I don't know uh, And if you can stick around, Patrice, that's cool. If you got to go, that's cool, too. Um, But uh, we, since Patrice has been on last, we started a segment called Guess the Race. And um, we basically play articles um, or news clips or read articles. And we've added a new element where we guess the race of the people in the article. And the chat room plays along. uh, But be warned, the chat room is racist. Very. And uh, they will... Uh. Yeah, their answers are uh, apparently uh, so ratchet and so terrible um, that they're more ratchet than any anything we've ever said.
1: Yeah, um, oh but but they make clansmen blush.
4: They do. But also, this is everybody's favorite part of the show. Yes, and,
5: and okay, I, well, I'm gonna stick around for this. I like I like ratchet. I constantly get yes, hit. Yes, we I, constantly get constantly. hit. Up.
4: it's and like yo man, guess the race. That's my favorite part of the show. I'm like, damn, yes, that's the worst.
5: People people be sending even to I be guessing the race at my desk dog.
4: Like that's the worst shit that we do. But all right, so let me play this first one on guess the race. Uh, this is uh, a, about uh, well, it happened in Detroit, so um, you know, that's a clue. Let me uh, let me rewind it. Cannot
7: believe it. When I found out about this, I said, "No, absolutely not. This cannot be real. No one would ever do anything like this." But I was wrong. Kool Aid,
2: something that's meant to be
7: enjoyable, summertime and fun. Kool Aid, Kool Aid. A five cent
6: package makes two quarts of sweet Kool Aid. Kool Aid, Kool. Kool
7: Wednesday afternoon That's p-
4: right They went and found The old archives Of Kool-Aid commercials
7: Yes they did <laughs> Before
4: getting into This ratchet ass story They Why, they, they missed the best one. Oh yeah, yeah they did <laughs> Come on the, now They did miss Miss them coming Through the wall
7: Right more block Was full of Kool-Aid smiles But Tuesday night Not so much
5: I've lived on this box over 20 years. It's the first time I've ever seen anything like that.
7: Some bad boys were hanging out on Lamphere in front of this old abandoned school building. There were a few other fellas in front of this house across the street. And there were some verbal blows being thrown from both sides. The initial argument.
4: Yeah, people was getting mad, guys. So they Detroit.
1: Is guess the race on the announcer or No, the-
4: no. Of course not. It's oh, on the-, the announcer.
1: I know she's black. Yeah, the
4: criminals. Uh the criminals of course. Cuz
1: she, she
4: was mind. pulling it up a little. Yeah, too. she she did. Mm-hmm. These were some bad boys.
1: Some bad boys. <laughs> she was
4: getting it in. Was she dancing like
1: We <laughs> run when she did that? <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was She was doing the walk
2: standing in front of a deep fryer. <laughs> 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 she had she had one hand
4: one hand on her hip and an angel mama um head wrap.
5: She was frying some fish.
7: Yes, <laughs> right. Several Detroit cops confirmed that two of the dudes from the two crews were fighting over who makes the best Kool-Aid. But the tongue lashings oh, turned into a <laughs> g-
4: So we had a, a fight over mm. who makes the the, the best Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right let's uh keep wow. going keep going.
7: Gunfight, and they
2: started shooting at each other. I'm a Kool-Aid. I don't know what to say
7: I know right, can you believe this? The two young men pulled out their pistols and opened fire, but they both missed their intended target. They ended up hitting two other guys, one in the wrist and the other took a bullet to the butt. <laughs> 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 I
1: hurt, dude. I <laughs>
7: now uh you
2: don't have
4: to guess the, the quickest if you you can wait to hear the rest of the story if you want to.
0: I don't
1: need to hear anything. They're obviously Asians. They're obviously Asian.
4: <laughs> They are pre- Asians are pretty competitive. Uh, <laughs> Patrice do you want to guess now or you want me to finish playing? It? I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna go with some kind of Latin.
4: Latin? Okay, alright. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, what if we get halfway what if we get near the Hispanic
2: there? somewhere there.
4: So if we get near the end of the story and they say the flavor, would that help at all or no?
2: You, no, you if know they what, say it's
1: guava, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I know they're not Latin because that announcer did not have a Mexican accent. He did I think not put on a false
2: True.
4: See, I True think if though. I think if they if if we get near the end and they say the flavor is red, then I, I know where I'm guessing.
0: Me too. I'm say black. Here we go. So I understand the, some of the kids today. I just don't get it. Some people ain't got much to live for, so the smallest arguments turn into.
4: The biggest thing the way someone get that brother out the hood he needs a chance I like him he trying to
6: survive they show they He's him like
4: slow down from the Kool-Aid someone give this dude a scholarship to something or can uh can we get a white woman to come uh, blindside this dude and get him get him a nice house or something <laughs> him
6: What's
0: she's adopting yeah
2: <laughs>
4: Right, that he need hope, dog, because that dude said we don't need to be down on a fucking Kool Aid. This dumb. I'm trying to be somebody. <laughs> he like I did all my schoolwork today.
2: This <laughs> dog the realest shit I ever wrote.
5: <laughs> People are. It doesn't take very much. You look at this. You think what? That's a ridiculous thing to fight over. Yeah.
7: And if Holy this God. is our future, it is scary. Both of the. But ho-
4: hopefully, this isn't the future. Are we really going to be? Is this how RoboCop
6: starts?
5: (laughs) Is this how
4: it's all going to end for them niggerers out there? I don't don't remember this in RoboCop 3. I don't Mm -hmm. remember this. The future of Detroit. Then the Mm Kool-Aid war started. And it was the end of everything. It all started
7: with one pack of (laughs) (laughs) Kool-Aid. People who were shot are just kids. 17 years old. They were both released from the hospital and doing just fine right now. Police are still looking for their shooters, though. One of them took off in a purple 2007 Chevy. Uh, Don't, she you grape? Grape? Yeah, said, Don't she mean grape? Don't she mean
5: grape? I believe that was a
0: grape oh uh, car. I hate
7: you all. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: yeah. This is outrageous and also sad, Andrea. We've never seen anything like this before, but what are police saying about this?
4: Yo, he said that shit like, we've never seen anything like this before, and we niggas
5: from Detroit. So, <laughs> this <laughs> uh, is pretty uh, reprehensible. Yes, if the police are shocked, it's something else. <laughs> right. So they seen everything.
7: They say they've seen worse. And one of them told me today that he thinks it's because guns are as easy to get as Tic Tacs. And so many young people have no idea how to solve their problems other than grabbing a gun and shooting. It is a
6: sad, sad
4: state of affairs, my G- friend. God's Hopefully somehow get some get way these get kids get I just want to know why she didn't ask that man. Uh What did y'all see that was worse than this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a whole different segment.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> y'all, y'all missed a bigger story right mm-hmm. there. I once somebody
1: saw... shot somebody for some pain. That <laughs> <place>. <laughs> right. You know?
4: I actually saw two Not people fully. get... I saw two people get stabbed over black licorice. It was... <laughs> Was, it was deadly.
2: a <laughs> light-related fire.
1: <laughs> Sadly,
4: neither one of them was hungry.
1: <laughs> no. that's, was, worse, that's worse than the Tampico incident. And I.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> we. Yes, yeah, I, I saw stabbing over skittles. It was
1: colors like, everywhere. Is oh. it, it, is the worst crime like the shittier brand of juice? Right. Yes, <laughs> the, the, the old brand. It's like yeah, I, saw, I saw. The the get, I saw two people get.
4: I saw two people get shot over.
2: <Nice.
4: laughs> I, I saw two people get shot over some flavor aid. I'll never get that powder out of my head.
1: <laughs> um, I, so we had snacks like that. Nigga shot. I lost my brother because that's the during the Hydrox incident.
4: So Patrice. <laughs> so so chris you said you were going with um what was it
1: asian well i was that was a joke i'm gonna say right.
4: okay okay so you're going black and retreat said latin latino
2: i'm gonna have to change that and just be contrary and say white
4: okay white okay <laughs> i like i like your approach I like your to the strategy, game yes you like the lady at um on um, price is right that goes one cent over everybody else you
0: know <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm,
4: like I might be here all day, or uh, I, when I do get it right, y'all can think I'm smart. All right, let's see chat room. Uh, what do you think the race of the uh Kool Aid shooters were? Yeah, wow, Pokemon let me be great.
6: Not kidding. Let's see.
4: <laughs> I can't see the chat room. Pokemon <laughs> won't let me be great. Laid off Coon Burger and red Kool Aid drinker. wit check recipient. Porch monkey. uh grape Kool Aid lip stain nigga. God damn Jesus. I'm insulted. That, not only is that not only is that racist, but that was accurate. Like you know, who
8: are your parents?
4: Um but uh yeah, man, the, the correct answer is uh black, of course. It's Detroit. Damn. Come on. Um all right, here's another article. Um this is about a drunk pregnant lady who uh oh, was
2: white. <laughs> <young>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: uh, yeah uh I don't, I don't even know why he played. Why, should I even finish this clip? Let me. Let me I know, see. right?
5: Let's see. can do it for kick. I like the way she plays. For
4: some reason, this clip is playing kind of low. Hold on, let me let me see if I can adjust this. Oh, let me just reload this page. All right, man. A uh, lot podcasting, but apparently this lady is drunk and she's pregnant <clears throat> and she has a kid. So we got the trifecta going. And, uh, she decided that she needed to, um, handle her business, um, and, you know, add more to her multitasking day by, uh, going to get, uh, something done to the tattoo parlor. Cause, you know.
7: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> after police say they found the mother drunk inside her car outside of a tattoo parlor early this morning
8: <gasps> reporter Ramon Fernandez spoke with her <laughs> <it for you. laughs> oh, the woman this morning and he joined us live Ramon well, Eric that woman's 10 month old baby is back here in CPS offices right now the workers tell me that they're trying to find a suitable relative to take care of that child White. or her mom's child didn't chair. go to, <laughs> t- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <happened> to <laughs> seven pregnant woman was at the center of it all I knew she was thumbling. I knew she was on something, this I- worker who calls himself
4: um by the way this dude that's talking right now you guys can't see him tattoo on his face has a tattoo on his oh. face all right
8: Bless.
4: yeah and he's talking very quickly let's see what let's see what he's talking about
8: Yogi says the woman who police have now identified as 20 year old stephanie irene santana appeared to be heavily intoxicated
4: stephanie irene santana not sure if that changes I your vote
8: think she's white
4: still going white okay
8: today goes him. around four this morning asking for pearson she asked me how long would the pearson take and I said, why would you ask me how long would it take? Because there's nobody in here. She said, because I have a baby in the car. That's when I asked her, <laughs> <laughs> She was up front. She was up front with them.
4: I love this she dude already. To... I like this dude.
8: The workers said they quickly became concerned and immediately asked Santana to leave. I said, you know why I can't pierce you? I already can sound you up with a baby in the car. You need to go outside and tend to your baby. Yogi says he and his coworkers called police as they watched Santana stumble back out to her car and fall asleep behind the wheel. The oh, shit. A little girl was also <laughs> sleeping <laughs> unrestrained in the passenger seat. <laughs> she was sleeping in the car. We called the police. We came out here and she was sleeping in the car for, for a long time before they got here. Police said they found several beer bottles and some Xanax in Santana's car. They Ooh, said yeah, she's uh, getting, um, was getting it in. Including DWI, child endangerment, and possession of a controlled substance. She was looking for trouble. She, she got with everything she deserved. She got it because the baby was in danger and she need to be where she need to be. Now, CPS workers back here tell me that little girl is doing okay, the 10-month-old. And now coming up on Eyewitness News at 6, the CPS workers here will be speaking out more on this investigation. Outside CPS head...
4: So, um, uh, let me throw in a um, <clears throat> bonus question, too. Um, what race y'all think Yogi was, the, the employee of the tattoo parlor?
2: What? He, he was black.
4: Okay. All right, let me check the chat room. I need the race of uh, Miss Santana and the race of uh, Yogi. So you can give it in that order. Um Trailer Park Honky and Coon. Okay. Well, Uh, then. Popson says Uncle Ben Black for Yogi, I'm assuming. Uh choir director of an AME church. Uh, does
1: that does that uh mean that he might be gay? He likes a positive guy?
4: Uh I don't that's yeah. The
1: possibility. Is that, is that, is that what uh, they
4: didn't about? say new birth, but I don't know. He <laughs> might be gay too. Uh the chick is a wet back taco eater. Um green card carrying reekin. Oh my god. White teeth, black face. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't even know what that means. Me either, sir. That's a new one. That's the new level of racism that's that's too deep for you, boy. Uh all right, yeah, the lady was Latina and <clears throat> the Damn. Employee Yogi was black,
6: black. so you yes, got that, that part right.
4: Use. All right, man. Um, so we got regular articles because, uh, I mean, they still guess the race, but I don't have any more video. Um, a man was charged with killing and abusing kittens.
2: Right? Wow. <laughs> Twelve-year-old oh, wife. Wife.
4: I like. I like how Patrice <laughs> goes with <laughs> her gut right at the gate. Yes. She's like a headline. Enough. That's all I need. I don't sir. need further information. One syllable. I'm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and today's articles, when I was reading them, I was like, "Ooh, these are good." <laughs> like, I was like, "Ooh, these are some stereotypes going around today." Um. Well, first of all, this happened in Florida.
5: Oh, Florida!
2: Oh, wait, oh. no wild card. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she said, "Wild card." A kitten who had his lips bitten off and ears oh. burned.
2: Oh white. it's being
4: wow. it's being Chris that Chris, that's where you went white. That's what it took. I don't
1: know. Black people are eating each
0: other now. <laughs> that's true. I blame bath It's a black it's a black kid at Morgan State or something that just popped up on
4: paper. Yeah, we'll 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 get into I'm sorry, I'm it. Fine. We'll get into it. No foreshadowing. Oh. Uh so apparently um it was brought oh. back it was brought back to life by a veterinary clinic in uh Palm Coast the man accused of hurting the kitten is in jail on animal abuse charges. Investigators say Angel Roman, 28 years old, Uh not only admitted to burning the whiskers with a lighter and biting the lips off the kitten,
2: Aww.
4: but a kitten, too. Not even a cat.
2: Like, I, lips? I was about to ask. I thought it was me. Yeah. his. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
5: Man, oh, his mean ass! Are you sure this was an Angel from buffet the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> I don't
4: know.
1: <laughs> I say a Latin, a Latin guy,
5: Yeah, well, you know,
4: I, I just I, I, look, fellas. I, we all talk about eating pussy, and that's good, but wow. you can't not take it. Way. You can't You take can't it be far. biting lips. Yeah. No, no.
5: Like if, no. if somebody
4: tells you, like, hey, a, a bite on the on the pussy lips is good. It's a gentle bite. It's like a nibble. It's not really ah! a bite. You no, know, uh, no,
5: don't, you just, don't, don't be pulling skin. Yeah, you just kind of, kind of gumming
4: a little bit, guys. You don't need to put your teeth into it, mm-hmm. Jesus. Anyway, um, but also he, but also he admitted to strangling another kitten several weeks earlier.
5: Who's giving him all these cats? No, I, I have a question. Did the ki- did the kittens get together and whoop his ass? He was like, I've had enough of y'all.
4: I don't know. You know, I don't trust cats either, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. hurt them. I don't trust cats either. No. Cats are sneaky. And then he gonna tell on the old murder. Like, he, you know he crazy. <laughs> he As like, hell. They're like, yeah, man. So I bit the lips off that one. Shit, I strangled one like two weeks ago. Them motherfuckers <laughs> shouldn't
5: be messing with me.
4: <laughs> it must have been the first 48 episode. He telling on himself and shit. Um, the kittens belong to Roman's roommate. <gasps> the women who own the kitten said, um, Roman. Spent a lot of time with the animals, but didn't realize he had been hurting them. They believe the abuse began when he went out when they went out of town and left them alone with the kittens. He'd asked for permission to give two of the kittens away. Those kittens remain unaccounted for. They dead.
5: Oh no! Oh, they gone, baby. <laughs> they they, they did. Did.
4: don't go looking for them kittens, ladies. Oh, mm,
5: them kid, did. them kittens is buried in the, in the uh, flower bed somewhere. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm.
4: He probably uh, left evidence at the scene of the crime. Um, probably written on your kittens.
5: A little. B- <laughs> <laughs> a few days later,
4: the woman found a kitten. There's <laughs> a little
5: box everywhere. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> she
4: found a kitten dead in her home a few days later. They, oh. initi- they initially believed the kitten died from natural causes. Kittens, kittens be dying like that, though. They they got Mm-mm. infant death syndrome in kittens. Mm-mm.
5: White folks love cats too much. No, thank you. Uh
6: huh.
5: Yeah. Somebody would have rescued it.
4: Yeah, I think if I was guessing the race, that would be my clue. Is... Nobody was doing anything to save these kittens in this house. Mm, At
6: all. (laughs) (laughs) At
4: all. It was not enough prevention taking place. (laughs) Um, Mm. But but days later, they found a kitten named Oreo suffering from injuries. the The woman asked another (laughs) Oreo. The woman thought another kitten had injured Oreo. The woman then became suspicious. Uh, the women then became suspicious when a friend told them that Oreo couldn't have been injured by another kitten. The women confronted Roman who admitted to killing one kitten and burning Oreo.
2: <gasps> so wait, I they thought... I would have loved to
1: see the CSI on this. <laughs> man, what, what would he have done to the cat if it was named Hydra?
4: Like <laughs> hey man, here's my question, dog. Um, So, they thought another kitten had injured Oreo but Oreo was burned? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Kinda of fucking. Well, they thought the kitten committed arson or some shit.
5: Cat's in here setting fires.
2: Walking around looking like dog and cat form. out of head, this
4: wet. Wet. <laughs> It's like I thought the kids were reenacting Game of Thrones. I didn't. How could I have known that a person would burn a kitten? I had um, no idea. I thought it was like a kitten gang war or something. Uh, ah! a veterinarian they were fighting
5: a th- over catnip that's how it all started
4: a veterinarian at the hospital found wounds to the ears heads lips and whiskers that were consistent with the statements from the witnesses Ooh. the women surrendered custody of the kittens good y'all shouldn't be able to own these kittens
5: <laughs> They're i even paying I these cats attention
2: some shit. yeah i <laughs> ready for cats i think like, they- we're gonna
4: lose all our animals this way i think this is the same people that own the 101 dalmatians <laughs> I'm not even keeping track of them niggas. They only
5: got three left. All of them, down. All
4: right, so um, guess the race, guys. What's your official answers for Angel Roman?
2: Crazy.
5: Okay, crazy. <laughs>
4: what about you, Chris? What race you going I'll with?
1: say like Latin. Latin. Latin, okay.
4: Uh, all right, Latin. let's see. You go into uh, the chat room, guessing the race of Angel. Apparently, someone guessed the race of Oreo, Tragic Mulatto Cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you get caught trying to pass, Trill. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the kid who doesn't share because he has good hair all right uh, <laughs> son of man aka saltine okay sociopath castro escapee <laughs> a hungry kim jong-il asian he didn't eat the cat that's not even that didn't make sense that's only racist that there's no way that applies to this story uh the guy who killed the cat is A take your girl to Aruba and buy insurance later. <laughs> 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 uh insane clown posse listening Katrina Refugee Kenyon and Ilian Gonzalez B. Uh the correct answer is Latino. He was a Latino man. Aww. The first name should have given it away and the fact that they didn't take care of them cats. Um s- this, this, one, I don't Maybe this is actually really easy. I don't know. Alexander Kinyua of Joppertown, Maryland. Joppertown, Joppertown, Joppertown. That's like that's like Pudetang. Yeah. It yeah. like it's,
1: t- <laughs> it's outside of like Baltimore, like that. They have a great Sheets restaurant there.
5: Oh, is it like in the middle of the country? Like i hear Waysboro, Liesville? That sounds like that's country.
1: It is country. Okay, yeah.
5: Joppertown, yeah. Maryland. now Chris, have you
4: been there or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, that, like, when I'm, when I go to my parents' house, uh, you, you take 95, it's an exit.
4: So and it's d- like- does it I don't need directions now does it give you <laughs> Chris Based
2: on the story, I, I can already tell he's not going to be visiting yeah Chris no,
4: actually, Chris went into Chris went into direct detail and she's like yeah man you don't take the, take a left over there by the turnpike and- exit 5 actually exit 75
1: off the see when you see
4: uh when you see the piggly wiggly do you go straight or do you uh, make that turn <laughs>
1: hey, you may you always when you see the piggly wiggly you got to make
4: that turn <laughs> <laughs> so um his name is Alexander Alexander um, Kamathi-Kinywa at Jabba Maryland. And does it, do the things you know about Japatown, Maryland, give you any hint on guest the Race so far, Chris?
1: All I know is that CBS did a documentary on young kids at the high school in, in Maryland. And okay. it was a pretty good documentary. That's all I know about it. I get sandwiches there as she And
4: I'm out. Okay. All right. I was just wondering, because sometimes we had a guy who uh, knew enough about some small town in Illinois that not only did he guess the race of the woman, he guessed that she was a fat white woman with a black dude (laughs) in Walmart. and he was right 100 i couldn't i couldn't even call him racist because he was right Mm
6: -hmm. and there
4: weren't even a lot of clues to get it he Mm -hmm. just was like oh yeah you talking about so and so Mm, yeah i I know how they get down down
1: down. there (laughs) all i know is they're they're probably they're probably white and it's and they treat you nice because when i went my undergrad was in Emmitsburg, maryland and it was sheets was the spot like it's I think it's better than Wawa. I know it's going to get a lot of slander on my timeline, maybe or maybe not. But like, it, it's like that place. My undergrad was near in Klan country. Like Thurmont, Maryland mm. was a neighboring town. And we used to go there to get sandwiches. And sometimes they would look at you and they would like slam your sandwich down. <laughs> but the sandwiches were so good that you just allow it. I'll take it. About. <laughs> just allow the racism.
4: Yeah, I'll take this with a side of racism, please. Thank I you. I appreciate yeah. that.
1: Because they made their sandwiches were so good that I just like you know didn't care about the racist looks that I got.
2: Just go ahead and just order an apartheid and pastrami me and be done with it. Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: yeah.
4: Can I get a um segregation <laughs> soda too? Let me get one of them too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ooh, y'all got shakes. <laughs> yeah, Mark
1: Frederick Douglass. Uh, can yeah. I get
4: it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming uh, this peanut butter George Washington cover shake comes with uh, spit already. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, ah. so apparently uh he he's charged with first degree murder. Uh uh-huh. first degree assault and second degree assault because he's a completionist. He
5: did him all one, two, and three, didn't he?
4: He's a native of Kenya. Don't know if that helps. Oh,
0: Spoiler alert.
4: Is charged with the murder of thirty seven year old Kujo Bonsafo Agi Kodi. of
0: Joffrey Joe
2: Faraday, you too. <laughs> oh,
1: that's, that's African.
4: Of the same address uh, The royal penis of course is clean
2: Oh you
1: know what it is. Um, oh my god
4: He's been Apparently IG Cody has been missing since Friday May 25th um, And in the course of locating the missing man Detectives obtained evidence that led them to believe A crime had been committed Detectives ex- exec- executed a search and seizure warrant Of the residents in the early morning hours Of Wednesday May 30th And found partial human remains Oh. oh yeah. They found him in the residence and in a dumpster. Guess oh. he, he wasn't done taking it out. Uh, he couldn't
2: even keep he couldn't even keep him together. Just, oh no. <laughs> Not one piece. He's,
4: he's like these oh, are leftovers. Respectful. Uh he's a student at Morgan State, um and uh, he remains in the county detention center awaiting an initial appearance before a district court commissioner. Um and uh yeah, he uh he, he, he basically um killed the dude, and uh he, I, I, I believe I read in another article that he was eating on him too
2: <gasps> right no yeah. I read that version he was he ate part of his brain and his heart yeah and yeah he, he had he had his head in a coffee uh, 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 like a big co- you know like a costco sized coffee can mm-hmm. in his laundry room. And yeah, all parts in the garbage and parts all over the house.
0: It reminds- and
2: they say he was on bath. It's another bath salts thing. The this bath salt. Is- people think we're talking about like bath salts you get in like the the CVS or whatever. It's a version of PCP.
4: Yep, bath and salts I don't know is
2: if you PCP. Remember hearing about PCP back in the day. That was when you would just do a juke. Yeah, and just break
1: it down a yeah. PCP. And this and that guy in Florida was naked. And I remember one time mm-hmm. when I was when I was in elementary school i i went to school in southeast dc and pennsylvania avenue main like a main major uh street in 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 dc leading to the White House. uh there's <laughs> i a like one,
4: one hey thing. chris i just like your details of your stories they're random as shit <laughs> yeah. like he just started off he's like yeah um yeah I, that reminds me man uh miss mary used to cook the best hot cakes on a friday <laughs> In the, back okay. in my in my middle school I love your stories and uh, uh I, I say all that to say that I've seen a man get his face eaten
1: Okay Well, come <laughs> to the chase there was this woman that was walking up the street her top topless mm. and the the people were saying she must have been uh high on PCP and that that's mm. about that, mm-hmm. that I,
5: like I, I I have a question, y'all. Is bath salt a cold word for PCP? You know, I'm old and I'm out the loop. I don't know. I thought they talking about well, a regular it, bath salt a that you buy at uh, Bath and Body mm-hmm. Works.
2: It's made. It has the the chemical components of sodium and other things. So they're calling it bath salt. It's not PCP, but it has a lot of the same elements and effects of PCP. Oh, yeah, so that well, would be like the close, the most close, closely related drug.
4: Well, I would believe that uh, this is some type of conspiracy because. Um, I feel like any, because everybody's like, oh, it's the zombie apocalypse and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, it could be. Um, and it, if it did happen, people were like, well, it wouldn't happen. It would happen to white people first. Um, but I was thinking, mm-hmm. like, um, who do white people do all the experiments on? Us. Brown people. Like, it'll happen to us also, first. This
2: stuff is cheap. This is, like, cheaper than crack cheap. Right. Like, wow. This is, is. is, is that's Ridiculous. that low rung shit. I think shit. it's just one big bad batch going around,
4: like
0: yeah.
4: the brain eating batch. I
1: don't know if the world is ending because people are eating each other's faces, or because <laughs> there's like another step up movie coming out. Like, I don't, <laughs> like how much more? How much can you dance for your dreams? Like, I don't.
4: Well, first of all, Chris, uh, I hate to say this, but um. It's You Got Served that's having a sequel come out. Uh, another one? Two. I yeah. saw it
1: yesterday. I, I, there's the Battlefield one. Yeah, Battlefield
4: America it. is You Got Served. Oh,
1: I do want to see
2: that one, yeah. yeah. But
1: there's another Step Up, too. Like oh, okay, oh, okay. Revolution. okay, okay. Like they're like flashbacks. Isn't it
2: up. like Step Up Forever or something? Just <laughs> 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 they just. ran out of numbers and it's just Step Up Forever.
5: Step Up it's Again. Like, step Up Eternity. This,
4: by the end, it's just going to be Keep Stepping.
1: <laughs> <You know how? laughs> don't minute, stop last one's gonna be Just fuck it. right
4: <laughs> one last one small step for man, um, all right, um,
2: I think people are calling zombie apocalypse because all these people are doing things with internal organs and eating each other,
4: yeah, in Obama's economy, you know, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, eat what you can when you can, you know, it's a good recession, um <laughs> so I don't even think it's fair to say guess the race on that one. that shit, we've yeah. ruined that. We start connecting them racial dots. I think everybody knows he's black. But um,
1: well, let's hear what they say. Let's hear how they No,
4: No, no, mm-mm, no, no. Sometimes it's too painful, Chris. Sometimes you have to <laughs> just go out the chat room. <laughs>
1: it's too painful. <laughs> it's too much.
4: Like, when they know it's black, I'll be like, ooh, I don't want to look at this one. <laughs> Even Rod is, this Rod, is my, you're
1: being approved, bro.
4: No, I'm ashamed of the chat room. I think I've said this many times. It's not a secret. Chat room is shameful with their racism. I didn't know it was in there um but this is their favorite statement all right so this dude named william knoll pleaded guilty to murdering his aunt White. after a three-day argument over cigarettes all right we got a white guest already so i don't know if uh patrice wants to guess yet but we'll we'll read some of the article um william knoll william knoll not sure if that helps um William Noel pleaded guilty today to a few charges, including second-degree murder for beating his aunt to death in Mesa in November. Cigarettes sparked an argument between Noel and Cynthia P- Pasek. Uh At least that's what Noel told the police at the time of his arrest, because she was dead and she couldn't say nothing. Oh. After three days of arguing over who paid for a carton of smokes, that's a long-ass argument over some cigarettes. It was $5.99. No $4.99, I told you. And, and no, downing a vodka slash Mountain Dew combo. Ooh, I feel like that helps guests the race a lot. Uh, according to court records previously obtained by the New Times, Mesa police were dispatched to a home on November 15th where Pesic, who was 62, was found dead. Police who called, uh, the person who called police didn't give his name, but told the dispatcher that Pesa had, Pesic had had fallen. So I'm pretty sure that was him. Like, he was like, yeah, it was, uh, she, she fell. Uh, On a bat Several times In the head area uh, According to documents The caller was uh, Was no Passick's 41 year old nephew Who lived at the home That's always a A sign
5: Oh yeah Sir You shouldn't
4: be 40 Living at At, at your aunt's house uh, and, and And arguing over Who bought the, the Cigarettes Like There's never Nothing Nothing good ever comes mm-hmm. of that
1: He's probably labeled His orange juice
4: Right. Because I had my name on them coos. Um, All right. So uh when they entered the home, they found blood splattered all over the kitchen where uh, her body was found. And the con- county medical examiner would later discover that she suffered multiple skull fractures and had three teeth knocked out from a fall. Oh. Yeah. She must have oh, fell down the stairs. Oh, my
5: goodness.
4: While the cops were at the scene, Noel's mom phoned the police saying her son just called her saying he had a problem. And told his mother that that his aunt's home was a bloody mess. And this dude was incriminating himself all over the place. And mom snitched on him. Wow, that's terrible. While the cops were at the scene, uh, I mean, while the cops were still there, police watched Noel get out of a vacant home next door to his aunt's place. So he tried to act
5: like, oh, they seen him.
4: Like, hey, y'all, I just came home. Oh, my God. What, what happened? What had happened was, and they looking at him the whole time, like, "Dog, we just saw you walk out of the house next door.
5: Mm-mm. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing here. Uh, you think you tried to jet out mind trick? You ain't seen nothing here." He said, "They said he made spontaneous statements
4: to police, indicating that that he'd been hiding in the attic of the abandoned home as police were searching the house he shared with his aunt." Oh. He said, "I fucked up," uh, but denied his fucking up had anything to do with murdering his aunt what it's like what else could it be
5: uh yeah I think that's the
4: truth i fucked up I, man
1: i should have got the ultralight man
4: yeah <laughs> it would have never happened if i would have got the virginia Slims, man yes uh she I like
5: the marbles
4: 500 that was her favorite brand she liked mm-hmm. to come a long way and uh i fucked it up <laughs> Um. All right. So, no. Uh, no. Told police that earlier in the week he had some of his neighbors buy him a carton of cigarettes in an Indian reservation. With, when they delivered the cigarettes, Noel didn't have the fifty dollars to pay for them.
5: That's what they're going for now. That must be. That must be a carton. That got to be a carton of them. Yeah. Even a carton is fifty dollars. Yep. Hey, remember, we live down south. They got the lowest taxes on oh. tobacco. Up north, them shits is high. Yikes.
1: Where was this again? Where did this
4: happen again? This happened uh Mesa, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Oh, guessing. Mesa, okay. Mesa, Arizona, I'm sorry. His aunt uh, picked up the tab, adjusted that apparently embarrassed Noel, and the two argued about the cigarettes repeat, repeatedly for three days. Uh, before uh, Then Noel told police before downing a bunch of Mountain Dew and vodka and getting into a physical fight with his aunt. Um, she had injuries consistent with a fight. And, um, yeah, they also checked the attic. Well, he said he watched the police respond to the murder and they found bloody clothes. And a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes she paid for. Right.
1: Mountain Dew is also a sign. White.
4: So Chris went with white. Um, I, I think uh, Patrice might be away for a second. But um, uh, let's check the chat room and see what race they think uh, William Noel is. Um, let's see. <laughs> Mountain Dew and Vodka, Very white. Yeah. Trailer Park resident. Uh, raw, a raw oyster with a squirt of lemon eater. White. Plays with rattlesnakes and church white. Cheese eater. <laughs> oh, cheese wow. eater who looks up to Joffrey. Extreme cheese eater. <laughs> what? Yeah. All you people are right. Um, that was a white man. So, you, you guys uh, pat yourself on the back.
1: Uh, how are you ex- an extreme cheese
4: eater? Yeah. I don't even know. It was you like. skateboard
1: while you. <laughs> right. <can laughs> While you eat gouda
4: cheese. <laughs> I hang glide and eat a slice of uh American I,
5: I, I, I throw I, flames while I eat my
4: cheese dog. Uh this lady got accused of masturbating on a Florida highway. <gasps> oh. Oh, oh Florida. And this uh,
1: there's no video clip of that? Nah, Not no no video. Time.
4: Uh, Dri- drivers pulled illegal U turns just to catch a glimpse of what? Ashley Holton. Illegal
5: U turns? That's
4: now you you know that is just what does she
5: do? Have her legs up in air? That's a
4: true definition of how your dick is not your friend. Like if you, they don't cause wrecks Somebody was late to an important meeting. Like someone was supposed to pick up their child and and didn't show <laughs> up on time because they had to make that U turn. Um, <laughs>
1: A recital was not seen. Right. <laughs> if,
4: if I don't pay this power bill before noon, ah, fuck it. I gotta make this U-turn. Uh, the the thirty-five. What's one day without I power? I
5: don't give a damn about about uh my wife and my kids. The
4: thirty-five-year-old woman was arrested on May 26th for uh masturbating on a highway. Uh, the, a witness told authorities that Holton had slowed traffic down for more than thirty minutes before deputies arrived. The thirty wit- minutes. The witness also said that the honking car horns only seemed to encourage her. Oh, um, well, damn! When a Marion County sheriff's deputy approached her, did Holton she, pulled she up.
5: up higher every time a horn honked. I don't know. I
4: don't know. <laughs> pulled up her shirt and bra, exposing her breast and bra. Uh, Holton was arrested and taken to the Marion County jail. Maybe she was on bath sauce.
5: Hey baby, it did. Do you think it took them 30 minutes? Cause the police officer stuck in the traffic trying to get to it. Right. Cause, Cause folks was making a leak. I, I think we're getting close. Cause
4: there's a lot of U-turns. Yes. A lot of U-turns coming up. Um, Holton was arrested, taken to the jail. Officers attempted to put pants on her. Uh, they said she knocked, she kicked around for a bit, described, uh, and described her ch- chomping, because she bit some of the um, officers. Oh. She described her biting the officer as a love tap. Uh So, oh. yeah, I don't know who taps like that. Me either. That's, that's too hard for me. Holton's alleged antics didn't stop once she had entered the jail, where she continued to resist officers by spreading her legs, exposing her vagina, and telling officers to kiss her there, and refusing verbal commands to cooperate.
5: Ha! Pants! Fuck them pants! I think she's white.
4: Yeah, she was Donald Ducking it
5: yes uh, <laughs> she was. Holton
4: wh- who report, who who the report said may have been under the influence of alcohol was charged with exposure of sexual organs, battery of law enforcement officer, resisting the officer and disorderly conduct. Chris is going with White. Let me check the chat room to see what they're saying. Uh Lolo Jones future mixed. Thank. <laughs> That's a name. Uh, uh that's, uh, that's the only, that's the only one we got. Oh, okay. I guess, um, Patrice's Skype cut off, man. So she's, she's out. Um, but, uh, yeah. But of course, com. Y'all go visit that, man. i have it in the show notes. Cocaine abusing nudist. That's not really a race. Ritz. Oh. oh, that is a race. Ritz. That's white. Um, rich. <laughs> well, Chris, you were correct. It's a white woman.
1: <laughs> Somebody said rich
4: yeah these people are genius yeah. um all right let's let's go on uh a little bit another one um this is this is another quick one uh a pastor got bitten to death by a snake white <laughs> all right. somebody
1: just said like snake rattling, whatever, right. For
4: a white person. right let me check the chat room um a pastor was bitten to death by snakes that he was uh trying to mess with man um yeah it looks like uh apparently everybody in the chat room is hating right now who are these trolls all right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man Um. yeah that dude's definitely white i think that's like a gimme don't you need to do that one um all right man so um another article uh we have talked about a lot of stuff today we have not really gotten around to sword ratchetness uh three men yeah Three men who attacked a 20 year old male with swords and left him in need of 50 stitches. Oh, shit. Have been jailed for GHB. I don't even know what GHB means. You mm, either. Uh, go ahead, bruh. I think that's what that
6: <laughs> Go ahead, bruh. <laughs> go ahead, bruh. <laughs>
4: like you see somebody with a sword. Uh, go ahead, bruh. Chill.
6: Go
4: ahead, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need. Why are mm-hmm. we doing this? Why does it have to be like this?
5: Yeah, I want no issues.
4: Oh, uh, all right. So, uh, he's been jailed for go ahead. Br- uh, they've been jailed for go ahead, bro. Why would it take three people and one sword? I don't know. Oh wait, no, it's with sword. So, three people on one dude, and they had swords. Like this is not even fair anymore. The names of the people are Ajmal Hussein, Fasal Hussein.
1: Well, Yonis,
4: Dionis.
5: Wow, what kind of name are
1: those? All of speed Yeah. Are these gonna be ones that you avoid the chat room?
4: No, these aren't even guests to race. This is so ratchet. it's a completely different. Oh, category. okay.
1: Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
4: Um apparently they uh they attacked uh, a dude in Rutland Avenue last October. He they were sentenced, uh a Jamal was sentenced for twelve years on G B H, four years of possession of an offensive weapon, and a month for breaching a suspended sentence. Wow. I like how they threw that month in there and shit like that matters. Like and a month. He says some jail time. Yeah. Who's this at? Where
1: did this happen?
4: Um this it doesn't say, man. Um not America though. Oh um, not America. Okay. Yeah, not America. Uh so sword, sword ration is universal, Chris. It's not even happening in just America no more, man. It's like these people are getting crazy yeah. with swords all over the place, man.
6: Yes they are. So it's not
4: it's just sad at this point. Um his brother was sentenced to twelve years, and like basically the exact same thing. except said without that month, uh, <laughs> so so he he gonna be out one month before his brother and shit. Wow, that's <laughs> sad. Yeah. Um, so what'd you say, Chris?
1: Oh, what did the other guy do?
4: Like, um, they
1: all I guess they with the guy that they
4: oh that they fucked up. What did he do? Um, Let's see here. It says yeah. they were armed with swords and arrived outside uh, the shops in Rutland Avenue in a silver car. They let the car, ran towards the victim, a 20-year-old man. Other people at the scene uh, stopped Hussein, but Ajmal reached the victim who suffered a large slash wound to his lower abdomen in the following altercation. Police said the motive for the attack remained unclear. I mean, because can you really understand what these sword wielders are doing? No one speaks that shit uh they said this detective con Jemma champlin said that it was a horrific attack after which the victim was airlifted to the hospital where he needed at least 50 stitches ouch he ain't never gonna be the same um but yeah all right so um another dude apparently called the police and had a standoff with them and then cut himself and threw his intestines on the cops and people think this is a zombie crime, too. But, like, I don't think people understand. That's a crazy crime. Zombies eat flesh, not give it up. <laughs> some, oh, that's not how they attack, by throwing some some spleens on you and shit. That's insane. If that happens to you, you got off lucky, man. Um, oh, and,
5: my uh, gosh. I will be so... Uh- you know what? I feel so bad for cops now because that got to be fucking traumatizing. You get caught on the beat and you go in there and next thing you know, you get an intestine thrown at your ass. Who's prepared for that shit? I can never be a
4: cop, man. Like, cause I'm not showing up for like 90% of the shit I get called for. <laughs> like I'm only doing easy shit. It was like, yeah, man, it looks like another kitten got stuck in a tree. I'm on it. Tell them call, call 45 is on the way. But anything like, yeah, it look like a man is walking around and, uh, He's threatening to stab himself and throw his intestines on people. We're eh, gonna get the next one. Anybody need a donut run? Anyone, <laughs> you got that covered. Anyone hungry? Like I don't even talk shit about cops for doing being lazy and shit like that. Like that job is hard.
5: Yes, it is. More I would not than trade I wanna deal with.
4: I will not trade for that shit, man. Mm mm-hmm. Um, alright, man. So uh this has been another episode of the black Girl tips. Uh this is uh we had a bunch of guests we talked about girls for a long time
5: yeah uh for
4: people that talked uh, about them drones talked about them drones. we didn't really do any random thoughts but that's fine man i, I really wanted to talk about both of those shows yeah, chris
5: i gotta I got to get caught up on them drones too so don't didn't even have time it. for ratchet ball I mean, yeah.
4: wives you know didn't have time for uh bad girls club sorry guys um, but uh, yeah, it's a comedy podcast. Check us out theblackouttips.com. dot com. Follow us on Twitter.
5: I'm at Rodermus Prime. i um, say that again. That is in D A T.
4: Our show Twitter is at TBGWT. Hey Chris, give them your Twitter and your your website.
1: Uh, Twitter is Chris Lambert. Uh, website is chrislambert.tumblr.com, dot com. YouTube slash Chris Lambert comedy.
4: And this show was sponsored by Adam and Eve. Dot com Where you can use the code TBGWT in the checkout, get 50% off of any one item, three free DVDs, uh, free shipping, and a free sensual gift that I can't even tell you about. Um, also, brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions, comedy feature film, Dirt Cheap Therapy, which we are in go to slash dcthtml the link is already on the so make sure you guys are doing that uh for those of you who don't watch the live shows if you ever do wonder if we're having a live show what time it is where where you can go see it go to the click on the link that says live shows on vocal it's a tab mm-hmm. at the top of the page takes you right to it and it'll even give you a countdown to when the next
5: show, show is, is yes and it and give you a countdown for the black guy who tips and for the sport movie reviews which me and Roderick and chris and kevin and brandon do every other wednesday it has its own twitter at Sport movie pod we have a donate your account for that you can also find us on itunes facebook podomatic and we're now on stitcher radio
4: yeah man so we appreciate the people who share us on stitcher and we all that stuff do. um you no, know, we're on itunes leave us a five-star review on itunes we promise we'll read it on the show uh regardless of what you say about us um also like us on facebook all that good stuff favorite us on stitcher give us a thumbs up all that good stuff um keep donating uh, just go to blackouttips.com Look on the right hand side You can donate You can do recurring donations one time Keep doing that We appreciate that We do um, Thank you guys Subscribe to the page Go to the store uh, To contact us You can call us 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 Leave us a voicemail throughout the week We play those on our um feedback show Or talk to us live during the feedback show The email for the show is Theblackouttips at gmail.com and, um, yeah, you can email us, and we'll talk about that shit, too, man. We will. And I think that's about it, man. Thank you very much, Chris, for sticking it out uh, the entire show, yes. man. Yes.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate
4: you guys. Always no problem, too. man. Um, yes, you're one uh, of
5: my favorite people to have on, Chris.
4: Until oh God, until next time. Love you. You, too, baby. Mwah. Bye.
6: Sooner or later, it all comes Christian.